Hey everyone, it's Valerie Lopez from ComedyWham.com. Comedy Wham brings you articles, podcasts, album reviews, and even live shows covering the Austin comedy scene, including comics that travel to Austin to perform. And I want to make sure that all of our uh, How Are You Now pod friends listen to a couple of recent episodes. One is with Kay Trevor Wilson, who came down for the Moon Tower Comedy Festival and gave us nearly an hour of great insights into his comedy career. And then in June, the select cast who came down for the Austin Television Festival sat down with me and uh, we got even more information about our beloved Letter Kenny. So you can hear that episode with Mark Montefiore, who's executive producer, Jacob Tierney, Michelle Millette, Nathan Dales, and returning guest, Kay Trevor Wilson. So give it a listen. Ferda! How are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. Uh, hi, this is Dean. Hi, this is Tiara. And this is our season three recap show. <sighs> three seasons we've been through. And <laughs> it has been a journey. Uh, lots of growth. Um, lots of new people talking to. Uh, one old person. Our first return, yes. <laughs> our first return. <laughs> She's younger well, than I am. So. I, everybody's younger than me, <laughs> True. Uh, except for Don. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, the uh, it's been it's been a fun season. I think it's uh, lots of uh, lots of new things have happened. So uh, speaking of growth, um, we've so we've switched to a new uh, pod, podcasting host. Mm -hmm. So that. So when you when you run a podcast, a little sausage making here, uh, you have uh, a host where that actually hosts all of your media, so where your sound files live, and then it talks out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera, and those services bring in that information. Uh, and so uh, we were, I wasn't <laughs> really thrilled with what our old host was doing, so uh, I switched to a new host. Uh, and they've been super great. They've, uh, their support is awesome. Uh, I tweet about, you know, our, our, uh, our numbers and include them and they retweet it. So they oh, are awesome. Yeah. They're, they, uh, they've been, they've, uh, they've been a great host. Transistor, transistor.fm is their website. So, uh, if you're looking for a good host at a reasonable price and you can host, if you, especially if you host multiple podcasts, like we do, uh, it's great. So, um, so, but yeah, our growth uh, we just in the last, uh, less than a month since we've switched to transistor, we are almost at 5,500 downloads less than a month and less than a month. Uh, and, and yeah, but when this comes out, it will be a month. Okay. Uh, so yeah, on the 18th, I think the date, um, that we switched over to them. Um, uh, but yeah, Facebook. All right. So Facebook, as an example, when we had our season two, uh, one and two recaptures, we were at about 775 Facebook people. We are at now 1,325. Um, like, it seemed like reasonable that it was friends and friends of friends. And now it's definitely more than just that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. From all over the place. Yes. Um, Twitter. Uh, we were at uh, the last, our last recap show. We were at 240. 
We're now at 600, I said 667, but it's gone up since then. It's, I think it's 669. Wow. Um, so uh, I didn't get our Instagram and Tumblr numbers from before, but we are now at 331 Instagram followers and 236 Tumblr followers. Tumblr just kind of went crazy overnight. It was like nothing for the longest time. And then and it just started back. It started having lots of people, and hmm. we've uh, we've met some uh, about a couple of cool people from Tumblr for this. Uh, Lizzie, who uh, has kind of really got on board with with uh, what we've talked about as far as autism and Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, and she is super excited to chat about that. And and uh, so that's one of the things she she definitely wants to hear more of. And uh, and we'll be talking about that today in a recap. Uh, so also Patreon. Uh, I think we had maybe had just, we just started. started? Yeah. yeah, I think we had like one maybe. Yeah, we're at nine now. Uh, three of them have been on our show, uh, Heidi, Kevin, and Valerie. Uh, but we also have Monica, uh, Reagan, or Ray, um, Renee, uh, Lizzie, who I just spoke about, uh, Shanna, and Lisa. Um, and then we've got merch out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to give a big shout out to Bobby from uh, JB's Memes and Stuff. For being our first merch pur- purchaser, I think we may have others, but I'm not sure. It's so hard. I I will have to talk to Lou. I yeah. know that once, she's still she recovers. she's recovering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. And on that note, also I want to give a shout out to Effia Printing for doing mm. our yeah. uh, our merch. Really good friend of mine that I've known for years and years and years. It's kind of a little side hustle of hers, and she's just amazing. We gave her our logo, and she slapped it on everything and made sure that. Uh, it was all ready to go as soon as people wanted to start buying. And she's been doing this for years. And I just love how uh, how I can call my friends to help us out with things like that. Yeah. Especially because she did all the work. And, and we even have <laughs> panties. So if you want us on your ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Is that a hint? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, huge shout out to Dennis Guggen. Uh, who has, number one, he does some amazing pop vinyl so cool. creations. Uh, and for Tiara and I, he has made us our own personal custom pop vinyls of ourselves. I love them so much. It's so great. (laughs) And they're awesome. And I've been a pop vinyl collector since I first discovered them. So the fact that there's one that I can look at and go, oh, that's my dress. Oh, that's my hair. He got my glasses. He got my tattoos. So yeah, huge (laughs) thanks, uh, to Dennis, uh, and, and go buy his stuff. He's got some amazing, even if you're not into, even if you, if you're what, if you're into other things, he, he, I mean, he'll, he'll create stuff for you. So if you t- if you give them, uh, you know, there's some show that you watch that you need uh, to that you you need a custom pop vinyl for. Like, reach out to them. Uh, I wonder uh, if we could maybe uh, get that one that I've been looking for. <clears throat> Hormone monstrous. That always seems to be sold out everywhere. Uh- <laughs> well, you know, one thing we have because we are just a couple of miles from. The Funko true. Pop. That is true. We've actually never gone. <laughs> We've never been in there. Like the, so they may have, your kids uh, live nearby. Right. We ha- so. I have friends who work there. Right. And still have not been there since they opened up their public shop. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's something we need to do. We could probably find it there. I'm I guessing. Think we need to do that, uh, yes. But, I, but I'm, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I kind of hope and don't hope at the same time that they do Letterkenny stuff because Dennis deserves the work and he makes yes. some amazing stuff. But we don't want to. We don't want to overwhelm Dennis. <laughs> so yes, because I mean, if all Dennis of you wants to go work for Funko, <laughs> if all of you messaged him and wanted to get Letter Kenny pops, I'm pretty sure that uh, he could just like do that as his job for now. Probably, on. yeah. I mean, because yeah, uh, uh, normally if you buy a pop, 
they're 15 to 20 bucks, right? And for what he does, they're about $50 each. If you buy a custom. So, I mean, you're, you're, that's all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So 50 bucks each so (laughs) so that you can, you can get your own custom pop vinyl made. And that's the same thing. That's with the, with the letter Kenny uh, pops. And I think he he may have a discount Mm -hmm. if you buy multiples together. Mm. Uh, but he does awesome work. Um, and it's amazing. The, the letter kitty ones are amazing. Uh, so yeah, big shout out to him. Um, also, uh, chip from KROQ, uh, in LA, LA. Uh, <laughs> we, we love you, chip. Uh, and George, uh, thanks for having us on totally offsides. There, did uh, we, did we talk about that on the show? I don't think we had yet. All I think, right. I think that, uh, we need to do that. Yeah. So yeah, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, well, I think the, our plan is to have, uh, to have, uh, chip. Uh, on at some point. Absolutely. Um, but and, it's out there already. Oh yeah. We yeah. just did an did, interview with them about Letterkenny. Right. Yeah. And I, I did, uh, you know, whenever she or George, uh, retweeted or whatever on Instagram, I, I reposted it. So awesome. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're on there. Uh, they, they run a great hockey show, mm-hmm. uh, out of LA. Chip LA. Has, has a, a Letterkenny themed, uh, hockey team, uh, <laughs> called the, uh, the Donny Brooks. And, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, lots of fun hanging out with them. Uh, hope to have them. And I think George, George is actually going to be working on getting us some music for our, uh, which I've uh, talked about for our upcoming season where we're going to do musicians, uh, a new set of a new band or musician for each new episode. Yeah. So, and I think we may be all covered for season four at this point already. I think we have seven bands. Fuck yeah. Um, so that's awesome. You guys um, are all awesome. Keep sending in your stuff though, because we have oh, yeah. what six plus little Kenny plus right. yeah. you know other stuff that we've got in the works. Right. Uh, and also, so we want to give a big shout out to all of our guest hosts that yes. we've had: uh, Erica, uh, Kevin, and Mark from the Two Guys on Friday Horror Podcast, uh, Ray Reynolds from the Woman's Planning Podcast, and Valerie Lopez from Comedy Wham uh, website and podcast. Uh, Make sure you go check out all those podcasts because they're great. Uh, Keith Mackey, uh, Kevin Wack, and Heidi. Yeah. So, uh, and a huge uh, surprising shout out and thank you to Tyler Johnston for joining us uh, for the interview that you will get to hear after our recap. So uh, that was a lot of fun. I think, oh my God. Yeah. And so. considering I was like sick as a dog when we were doing it, it I was surprised how long... We were able to keep going before. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cool. Cause yeah, he also said that, you know, when we were setting it up that I can give you 20 or 30 minutes. I'm like, that's fine. So I planned a few questions that we, we kind of jockeyed around. Okay. Which ones are we going to ask? And he gave us about an hour. Yeah. So, it was awesome. Yeah, Just we had conversation. A, oh yeah. It was it, comfy. Yeah. I love it. And that's, and, you know, that's kind of like what we like to, we like to do. We like, yes. to have a, we like to have a conversation. Yes. <clears throat> so. Uh, anything else that you want to bring up? No, I think that's, uh, everything for now. Before we bite into the, the meat of season three. So season three, uh, what would you say the theme of this season was? I mean, winter Uh, for sure. Sex and winter. (laughs) Sex and winter. Uh, let's see. Sex, sex, (laughs) sex. Yeah. Yeah. Sex. Are, are you just looking at the fuck fight and furnace stats? Oh, or? that no, that's not what I was saying. But um, okay. So uh, yeah. Um, so start off. What's uh, season three, episode one? Sled Shack and uh, our friend Erica 
uh, who is a local to us. Uh, and got, we actually got to meet and yep. hang out with her and her husband. That was yep. so much and fun. Steve, Steve was on, uh, on, uh, our, uh, was on our season finale show or from they, season yeah, two, season two. Yes. Right. So yeah. So it's been great to get to meet and know them. Um, so yeah, the, the episode, uh, is basically the Hicks are going to build a new sled shack and the hockey team is seeking their first W because they haven't been doing well. Uh, right. now, uh, I have in here for my favorite term that, that we learned this season is puck bunny. Now, uh, I know that we've everybody's rewatched this so many times. It's probably it's just become part of our jargon. But yeah, I think this was the first time. Yeah, Puck Bunny was used. So uh, then uh, that uh, so for me and describing was, what that is, that's yeah. uh, someone who is sleeping with the players to sleep with the players, not Going to try to, and right they're, get they're, a relationship. They just want they they are they are hockey player groupies. Hockey player groupies. Yeah, right. that's a great way to put it. Right. So um, yeah, the. Uh, that, uh, th- yeah, that when, when, uh, Riley and Jonesy in that first episode, they're all dapper and everything coming through the door and they're like yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, big yeah. time. Yeah. Like Super Bowl commercials. Right. Russell Wilson walking in with his big Bose head, yep. uh, headphones on. Exactly. The, yeah. Uh, so, um, the, I think the, the, uh, so I did a, I did a poll for each episode. Yes. Uh, well, I did a poll on each episode about who is, what was the best episode. I also did a poll for each episode about, what was the best, uh, the best quote? Mm-hmm. And the best quote was this one. And you ever heard of sashimis? Sashimis. Oh, I got time for sashimis. What about sushi? Sushis. Oh, I got so much time for sushis. I just love <laughs> how Dan says that. Like, I can't even say it on purpose the way that he did it, but the Shoesies. Oh, I did it. <laughs> it sounds so much like juicy to me that like, I can't, I can't get that out of my head. Like, Yep. Yeah. 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 Shusies. Shusies. Shashimi. No, shashimi. That was what it was. Uh, so, in, in, uh, in, in my opinion, my favorite character uh, in in this episode was Coach. Just be- oh yeah, because he's Absolutely. just he's just he's insane. Uh, Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> and the uh, so and, and kind of going into that is uh, the dis- our discussion that we had about Coach and. His Oreo uh, <laughs> digs. Yeah, I love that you did that entire scene. Oh, it's, seriously, it's so it's I, good. I, 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 the, oh my god! Oh, that's the thing. Well, that's that, that's one of the best ones that Coach has done uh, so far. It was just it kept going. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. I love yeah. it. Well, see, and the and names that, remind me of like Keen Peel, Laurent <laughs> Sean. Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right? Yes. Uh, oh my yes. <laughs> you done fucked up, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron and Debrickashaw. Right? That's exactly. This coach and that that substitute teacher need to, like, hang out together. (laughs) Seriously, though, like, that's got to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, You know, that would be funny to see uh, uh, Keegan-Michael Key go. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wish we had some kind of power where we could make that happen because I want to see this. Yeah, have him him be, like, the the backup coach. (laughs) Uh, and then the other thing that we talked about, and this w- this would become a theme throughout the season. Oh, absolutely! Is our love for Roldy? Old, rolled. Oh, rolled. 
Like he his so heart sad. is so broken. I love, I love, I love <laughs> oh, Rold. I mean, we never He's have any confirmation that you know they are together, but it's pretty obvious that Rold is in love with with Devin, and like mm. in other episodes where he's I, just like, I just, I just want to be near him, and <laughs> yes, well, I, I have a heart I, on. I, th- I think he's <laughs> also a little bit in love with Stuart. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He won't, he won't leave one for the other. Yeah. Even though he tried at one point, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and now that Devin has left, he's just devastated. Mm-hmm. I just want to yeah. hold him and hug him. So we're Ferda on Rold. I'm then? Ferda. <laughs> I'm Ferda. Oh, poor oh, Rold. Poor Rold. Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> and then the other ones. I love him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rold is probably my one of my favorite characters all over yeah. Letterkenny. Like, yeah. Just, and not even, he's not like this uh, main character in any way. Just, just great little character, background character that has so many of the greatest scenes oh yeah i mean he yeah just his his expressions Mm. they're just amazing uh he he is just his entire person is acting yes (laughs) uh so yeah uh anything else you'd like to add to episode one yeah i uh so our our next episode uh which is uh, episode two puck bunny uh we had kevin and mark from two guys on friday uh this uh, this episode uh, actually ended up being rated uh, by our uh, our followers as number two. It was tied for number one on Twitter, um, but uh, the, this episode was basically the, the Hicks trying to get the Degens from Upcountry uh, to the Sled Shack. Uh, They're trying to lure him there, and then uh, Riley and Jonesy uh, learned the identity of uh, the Puck Bunny that's mm. that's infiltrated their uh, their locker room. Um, and uh, instigated Katie's help to right change that exactly. Um, term that we learned this episode is a it's a Canadian term for their uh, unemployment insurance, which is called EI, which they call employment insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a term that we learned that one. Uh, the uh, the quote the the that was rated number one for this episode was this. Let's say now. Let's say I apologize for later. So that's yeah. that's a lesson you can take forth in life yeah it doesn't matter what you do that's pretty much just a good golden rule yeah especially for you internet trolls (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about that later not that they won't not that they'll apologize (laughs) i know right or actually Uh, listen to the show right and and as you said uh katie helped uh initiate some of that and that's why uh, i have her listed as my favorite Mm, character for this episode i don't know if you would agree with that or not um Maybe. I mean, I really like the interactions there, mm-hmm. but there's something about her friends that she brings back from the big city <laughs> that makes me kind of like Shep and Kingsley. Eh, Kingsley. And and speaking of Kingsley, that was a uh, one of because one of the things we do is Trivia Tuesday. Yes. On our Facebook and our Twitter feed, and uh, for those of you who didn't know and don't follow, uh, Kingsley is. K. Trevor Wilson's middle name. Trevor is his first name. K. is his middle initial. But he had K to change stands, that yeah. because of Be, it's acting like, it's, yeah, stuff. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know what the Canadian version of SAG. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he changed. He put the K at the beginning. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, K stands for Kingsley. Uh, so then, yeah, we, uh, speaking of which your, your things about uh, Katie coming back, uh, with her two, com- mm-hmm. co- uh, cohorts, I guess, compatriots, whatever you want to call them. Her new friends. Uh, uh, actually, I think you had a different term for them. I probably did. 
Why are there so many shirtless guys in the series? <laughs> because well, most of, of them are dating Katie. Because of Katie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> most of them, when you see a shirtless guy, chances are Katie is nearby. Yeah. Okay, so they're basically her pets. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, because yeah, you haven't seen the lead up into this. Absolutely. Yeah, pets. <laughs> Katie's pets. <laughs> <laughs> I know that wasn't your turn, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you did not disagree. I do not disagree, uh, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, and now <laughs> the other thing we discussed was the, uh, a first that happened on the show uh, was, uh, and I, when we got into Fuck, Fight, Inferno, we got into mm, Squirrely yes. Dan. Yeah. All right, Squirrely Dan's. Oh, I, I, this well. pains me, but for the first time, I'm going to have to say fight because <gasps> fuck you, don't you fart in front of me. <laughs> Uh, you ain't exposed to fart in front of girls. You ain't supposed to fart in front of girls. No, honestly, like, I don't care if you fart, but don't just do it on purpose in front of me. That's that's not my deal. That's not my deal. <laughs> like, oops. Okay, cool. No problem. I held it in for you. No, that's... We're we going to fight. We're going to have words over this. I think I'm going to fight him, too. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. And that is the first time uh, for me I've said fight for, for Squirrely Dan. I, I don't would think, like to anybody, I don't think oh, anybody's really? ever tried to yeah. fight Squirrely Dan. I usually want to fuck him because that's my type. <laughs> <laughs> Big boys were funny. I love it. <laughs> I would have to say fight, too. There's oh. just too many situations where there's farting going on. Especially <laughs> especially when you're eating. Right? And especially when you're in tight quarters. You're in a nice fishing shot. There's no room to breathe. Like, no ventilation. I don't no want windows. Right? Definitely around food, though. Yeah. That is fucking yeah. sick. Right? Yeah. Uh, even around your sushis and sashimis. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and so, one yeah. thing that kind of led up to that was this was the episode where they were trying to build that sled shack. Right. And it was the small enclosed space. Right. Don't you? Like, you do this to me sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we'll be in about. the bedroom. And the other day, he realized that if he farted in a certain way, the fan would catch it and blow it right in my face. <laughs> Yeah. I never did. Uh-huh. Liar. <laughs> You're not saying that after I mentioned it to you, you did it like three more times? Uh, hey, you know what? It's the food you feed me. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so episode three <laughs> with uh, Ray Reynolds from the Woman's Planning Podcast. Excellent podcast. Uh, guys, if you have any questions about what anything, women, yeah, anything woman-related, yeah. listen to the show. I, I, They're not... Uh, they don't shame you no, or make no, fun of you. They want, they I mean, want, they might laugh at your question a little bit, yeah, but yeah, they, they will answer you honestly. Honestly, they want to educate guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, and guys and guys, we need educations. And, and most people, if you ask nicely, are okay with educating yeah, you. When exactly. you demand education, that's when it's different. Right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, this is uh, Mo- the episode is Modine's two. Season three, uh, episode three. Yeah. So Modine's is reopening uh, and the Hicks have a bone to pick with Jive and Pete. Because he's been doing some stuff that's not been very polite. He hanging uh, out with some people. It's not out so with, polite. Ha- hanging out for with DJs from up country. Uh, the, <laughs> term we learned in this episode uh, and heard again later in an episode: Haitian taco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is both a thing and another thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the uh, the the quote that won this episode is uh really what wayne had to had a bone to pick with jive and pete about say you're sorry i'm sorry don't honk at girls and don't holler at girls and don't talk to them when they're not interested in talking to you 
And don't talk to them unless they're interested in talking to you. 10-4. Over and out. Over and out. Yep. It's that simple. And I it, that right there just shows such a great communication between brother and sister oh, yeah. where he's like, I'm going to be mad at you right now. But let me make sure, that, Katie, did I cover everything? We good? <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> exactly. I love uh, that. So, yeah. It's, it's, so, yeah, I think Wayne doesn't take these things lightly. No. He, he definitely he, waits he, for Katie. Yeah, because he respects her. Oh, yeah. And... He's also like he's proven to us time and time again that he's a feminist. So mm. he wants to make sure that women are treated res- with respect. Right. I th- and I think uh, and just a little side uh, hmm. the word feminism. Yeah. Does not mean feminization of anybody. Right. Or <laughs> the lack of some kind of masculine right. ability. Right. It does not mean that at all. Not at all. Uh, you, you, just Being because, a feminist I, does not. And it, that's I, different and I, than and masochism. I, like, right. or not will, masochism. Uh, What's the word? Misogynistic. Mis- <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the thing is, uh, and I had a hard time coming to terms with that myself. Uh, it's and it's because it, you're it, a straight white male. Well, who not grew only up that, I mean, it, it is it is hard for those of us who have been taught to be masculine to associate any word that is who have been taught who have been taught toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a difference well, between and, masculinity and like tox- toxic masculinity. Right. And like what you're talking about, feminism does not do anything to destroy masculinity. No. It attacks toxic masculinity. Right. And I think the the issue that that I had with it was really for me, I had the same ideals. Mm-hmm. It was the name. Yeah. Then that's and and that, that I seems think, to be a lot of people's issue. Right. And which is really unfortunate because if we're like, like a lot of people want to fight over vocabulary mm-hmm. when Vocabulary is the absolute least thing in all of this that matters. And that's something that actually really, it bothers me. I've had a lot of conversations lately. Well, why do you call it that? Or if it wasn't called that, then I'd have a different opinion. No, what you're being is classist Hmm. and misogynistic. You are declaring that you don't like something simply because of its name. You don't care about learning anything else about it. Yeah. So I I agree. Uh, And so, and I, have no issue anymore with it. I mean, it is, it's the name. That's the name. It's just yep. a name. It's a label. Exactly. Uh, it, it doesn't mean on its, on its face, anything about anything. Exactly. <laughs> there, <laughs> so, and if anyway. you're out there wondering why we're having this conversation, <laughs> there has been some ongoing drama on not our page because no. we don't stand for it, right? but on other Letterkenny fan pages where they feel like People are making it political right. and PC when what people, what we're actually trying to say, because it's usually our comments that these are happening about. Yeah. Um, what we're trying to say is that, uh, I see, I lost my track there. <laughs> that, 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 sorry, what we talk about is not what we're talking but the about. Show, is, the yeah. show itself. Yeah. The show. If well, you're watching the same show that we are. Right. You are seeing what you claim to be this scary PC culture. Right. Like, it's not about. It's like, normalized. It's normalized. It's not about. Um, what did he say? Virtue signaling. Yeah. It's not oh. about virtue signaling. It's about living your life as a decent human being. Right. And I think the the cool thing about Letterkenny is that that a lot and a lot of people notice it. Even even the those who are who have issues with the with 
feminism and LGBTQ, et cetera, is that you're seeing a normalization uh, of all of these things where it's not, you know, I'll use an example, Glee. Mm-hmm. Glee really made a point to point out these are these are the things that we're doing. And and I think a lot of people got turned off by that, even those who were in those groups. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, really? Yeah. You don't have to say, here I am, the gay guy, you know? Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Like, uh, and that's it, that's one of the big reasons I love Letterkenny so much right. is because it's just normal. And so, yeah. And so I gave a shout out on Twitter to uh, the creators, Jared, Jacob, and, and the cast. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, uh, saying that it was refreshing to see... Uh, all of these inclusive things <laughs> that that have been in the show. I I don't know if we've seen a trans person yet in the show. Not uh, an out or, and not, not an loud. Right, correct. Uh, but we have definitely seen queer folks mm-hmm. uh, of all shades, different sex positive types mm-hmm. of you know whether it be polyamory or swingers, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're they're included. Mm-hmm. So and I, I so it's I wanted to thank them for the representation and for making it a normal thing. It's, you know, even in a small community, yeah, it's fine. It's normal. I mean, you don't have to be comfortable. McMurray is obviously not comfortable with it. He's got his own. McMurray's very much not, but, <laughs> yeah, he, but he actually does kind of try like he, begrudgingly he try. Right. He doesn't fight it off. He, right. he listens. He's like, well, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just very uncomfortable. I I'm just, just not one of you. Don't, don't put that on me or right. like try anything with me, but right. and I'm I think, still okay with you. So he's got his own little phobia, homophobia. He's there. definitely homophobic, yeah. but he's not cruel. Right. True. And that's, that's a big difference between, a lot of people out there with some of those same views yeah. and this character, because this character is very much not a like right leaning, no. whatever. None of the characters are. They're all kind of centrist really yeah. or present themselves sure. that way. Um, or at least non-political, like except for small jokes that get, yeah. um, but all of them, all of the main characters, every single one of them is like, I'm not going to make fun of you because of something you can't control. I'm not going to make fun of you because you're gay or because you sleep with multiple people or because you're constantly humping the air or like nobody's making fun of anybody without them being another joke. Right. So, well, and I think one of the, one of the, from the last, uh, from this episode two was when (laughs) Tyson and joint boy are talking about, he goes, (laughs) he he says, I I beat you up because you called somebody gay. He goes, yeah, but he called me a fag. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, because I beat you up because you beat up a gay guy. He goes, yeah, but he called me a fag. Yeah. (laughs) So there's, uh, there's some humor in that, in that, they're not quite understanding, but they're, they're but under- the character. They're, yeah. There's, yeah. There's some understanding, but not understanding. <laughs> well, and it's conversations that you actually hear a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, why did you beat up that gay? Oh, I didn't care that he was gay. I cared that he called me a bad name. Like, right. uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that was, sounds like the kids in my classroom right. a little bit, but anyway. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, yeah. So our favorite fa- character, oh, Roldy, Roldy. He, uh, he had some great Easy. scenes in this with, you know, uh, his his whole discussion about <laughs> uh, with his dad. And <laughs> Hi, dad. Yep. Still, still gay. Home. Still, homo. still homo. Yeah. Uh, so uh, but yeah, there's some really great stuff 
uh, in this episode mm-hmm. about the skids. That's okay. I was just going to say that um, the skits are probably my least favorite part of this show generally, but I do like the introduction of Gay as a character because I think she kind of yeah. mixes it up and makes it more interesting. But I also do just, I love Rold and I love where his character oh. goes. And Rold is awesome. Uh, the best. And like, start. Like, e- my husband, <laughs> Ian, I say that all the time. Like, just, it's, yep. yeah, it's classic. It's either so. that or it's start. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fun. And it's funny because, yeah, they're skids, they're meth heads, they're drug. But they're very smart. Right. I mean, old Stuart. I mean, Stuart is very smart. I mean, uh, and, and Rold is still very smart. I mean, he's very naive, obviously. But Stuart, I mean, the the words that Stuart uses, uh, yeah, even though he's, he's got a bigger vocabulary and like he's constantly referencing Russian philosophers right. and like really <laughs> obscure shit that I'll be like, wait, I feel like I've read something or heard something about that, and I have to go and look it up. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is the real story behind that. It's 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 brilliant writing where you don't know unless you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. So yeah, they and and I think we yeah we we bring this up again in the next episode oh, yeah. about how good the writing for the skids is and so it's just amazing and and we talked about that with tyler johnston as well so Mm -hmm. that's something you'll you'll get to hear here in a bit uh also we got to our fuck fight further and (laughs) another first which is shorzy oh my god i love okay the the clincher of me deciding to talk about this episode versus episode two was because of Shorzy because I fucking love Shorzy. Shorzy's ass. Also, I could look. At, yeah, a hundred percent. I could look at his ass all day. He could get it. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking about Jared Kiso's ass, yes, actually. Absolutely. So, so. <laughs> he's he is well fit. I will say that for sure. Um, you know how I am. So yeah, yeah he so, those reps, boys. Ripping the reps. <laughs> leg day while, while, never skips leg wash, day while washing the ass upside down. <laughs> upside down. I am <laughs> so a butt person. <laughs> like, oh, dude. Oh, Kiso booty. God, fuck. It's awesome. <laughs> like, uh, my ass is pretty fantastic. But that ass, oh. True. <laughs> true, true. Uh, anything else for that no, episode? I'm okay, good. so moving on to Les Hicks Les that Hicks. we did with, uh, which episode four we did with uh, Valerie Lopez of Comedy Wham. Uh, Wham. And this one is. They this have was... decided to go ice fishing in Quebec, uh, and they meet their... Some of them like fishing in Quebec. <laughs> they do. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's fucking cold. Fuck that. Uh, and they meet their uh, f- their French-Canadian counterparts. Yep. Um, so a uh, term that, uh, <clears throat> well, we already knew it, but this is a new term that, pro- that not everybody, Nanaimo bars. Yeah. Which is a pastry of uh, chocolate and flaky crust and some There's other like stuff. There's like peanut butter in there, I, I think. think. yeah. It's the, been the, a really long time since I've had one, but it's one of my mother's favorite things ever. Anytime we go up to Canada, which isn't as often as we wish it was. Uh, we have a lot of family up there, but we don't get to travel very much. Uh, yeah, but anytime, anytime we cross that border, she's looking for Nanaimo bars, and I'm looking for Timbits. There you go. Oh, yeah. Because you're a stoner. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, and number one number one quote, uh, and this, there's more of this. I've got more of this recording than just this part. Uh, but the uh, number one. Okay, so me and McMurray went to the Rippers the other night, and then there was a stripper, and her name was 
all anus Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they do variations on real people's names, like uh, Avril Vagine. Nelly for Taco. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 but, but <laughs> all anus Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling the genitals. Oh, Meryl Strip. Hannibal Lichter. Dongy Darko. Count Draculos. Oh, that's a fun one, too, because it lends itself to good costumes, and that's just so camp. Yeah, yeah, but no, <laughs> no, but... All eight is Morissette. And Kiso's little chuckle in the background there. <laughs> Just Derry's <laughs> chuckle. Derry's chuckle with Kisa's <laughs> chuckle right on top of it. Oh, they're so cute. Uh, Boys who giggle. That's a that's a bit of a what is it, kryptonite for me. Oh shit. It's uh, so great. But yeah. <laughs> we uh g- continuing on with our smart skids themes, we uh, we add we added a bit more on top of it. Which Shakespeare play is the one with the two bumbling cops? Oh, uh that was uh much ado about much nothing. Ado. So that's that's Stuart enrolled to me. That's what I see <laughs> yeah. as the bumbling cops from Much Ado. Yeah, like, I could see that. So because they're they're both kind of like I am but, an but ass. there's also up and yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that whole weekend, uh, the the episode mm-hmm. of the last season where you know he was gonna go see the weekend. That whole scene, <laughs> that was Shakespearean. Totally, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I said that during the episode, but uh, all ties together. And yeah, that. Uh, that. I think I've brought that up since too. Yeah, Just, I think we I think we both have. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, they, <clears throat> the the Shakespearean fools that they are is is amazing. So yeah. I think it's great that how they do that. Um just the the timing and the like their facial features right, like the I mean, facial expressions and I mean there's the one skid that all he does is smoke out of a vape and right. it's funny. Connor. I don't know how you make just smoke out of a vape funny, but he does. Yeah. It, yeah. Like in the middle of a hug. <laughs> we love you, Patrick. Um yeah, it could yeah, be on our show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other thing that was kind of a first for... Oh, wait. Did, oh, sure. What was your Sorry. favorite character from the oh, show? Oh, gay. Duh. Ugh. Oh, my God, right? And thank God we figured out she was older than 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, she... Uh, she, in uh, in the words of Ray, she can get it. Mm, so, <laughs> yeah, she could. But, uh, well, yeah, the uh, a first for for Squirrely Dan uh, in this. We didn't mention anywhere in this podcast so far about the blatant toxic masculinity that was happening in that scene, and how usually Dan is the one who like cuts down on the toxic masculinity, but he was a part of it in this, and I thought that was really interesting. Just that particular, like, they're yelling at each other without knowing what they're yelling or why they're yelling it. They're just angry men. It's 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 like guys on the internet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But that that scene in particular really highlighted how it was. Well, the if you don't count Katie, it was the three French hicks and the three uh, not French hicks mm-hmm. who were exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Right. That you know the the squirrely Dan character yeah, was yelling at doppel- the squirrely Dan they're character. They're doppelgangers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. More by personality, not by looks, but yeah. Well, and and clothing. And clothing, yeah. yes. 
So I I just love how they um, how they did that and how like Wayne was like you know I can I could probably clear all this up for you no because <laughs> well, he speaks French yeah well the, and the other the other French guys speak English mm-hmm. so they understand yeah. what Squirrely Dan and Dare are so saying so it was all toxic masculinity it was just I have to appear well it's, more like yeah yeah well, not only that but it's it's you and know fuck with you because I don't like you because you're not my people it's like it's our English heritage way of we're not we're too good to learn mm-hmm. other languages and which is awesome that, that later uh anique was like yeah basically everyone in quebec speaks both right. languages <laughs> and poor terry yeah. who up to that point thought everyone in quebec was stuck up because they only spoke <laughs> french is like well fuck now they're definitely st- stuck up <laughs> well yeah so i guess in a way you could say that there's some toxic ma- masculinity coming back from the french hicks and that they speaking if they're speaking oh, yeah. if they can speak they were, like, English, making fun of them basically. Right. Yeah, like so. uh, what was it the um we don't speak of Celine Dion in a hostile, <laughs> in tone. hostile tones. Yeah, uh, which I think was uh, that was Valerie's favorite quote. Oh, love <laughs> so, it. Um, but yeah, that was a really interesting episode, which really kind of a it, it solidified something for me in that even though there are differences in folks. Uh, which are really just they're really just surface. Uh, there's we got a lot of commonalities. Yeah, I feel like this episode almost sums up the entire show. Yeah. Like we're all a bunch of different people, but we will come together because we're a family in this town, and yeah. we will fight the Dgens because Dgens have no place in our town. Right, the Dgens from upcountry. Who are always racist and homophobic, and like all of the things that make this show PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the degens from upcountry are. Exactly. I mean, now, there are degens in the, in every episode, and they maybe Katie has has been listed as a degen by mm-hmm. Wayne. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the the skids all degens, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a I, different kind of yeah. Degen. So uh, yeah, so I think the degens from upcountry when 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 Wayne gets surly, <laughs> that that's that's what it is. Yes. So I mean that's because that's the thing that he hates is. Degens from up country coming in and fucking shit up mm-hmm. with their stupid ways. Yep. So yeah, that's really what it is. Uh, next up, uh, episode five, the battle for Bonnie, Bonnie McMurray. McMurray. Uh, we, uh, so this is with uh, Keith Mackey, who he um, he and his wife Heather make some amazing creations on the WWE 2K19 uh, version for PlayStation Four. Yes. Uh, and they. They're even making ones of Tiara and I. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, really, really cool. But like, yeah. I looked at it like, wow. <laughs> so yeah, they, so they have some real, very cool character creations. Only for PS4 uh, at this point in time. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever. Maybe once the new version comes out, maybe they'll look at doing an Xbox. I don't know. Uh, but PS4 right now. Anyway, uh, this episode was really just about you know Bonnie has invited uh, everybody the Hicks over. For a hot tub party. And uh, Squirrely Dan, Derry, and Katie have chosen to make it a competition for Katie's attentions. For so, Bonnie's attentions. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Bonnie's <laughs> attentions. Uh, and so uh, in this episode, we learned an, a new term that we actually already knew, but the <laughs> the Ogopogo, which Canada's is... Canada's Loch Ness Monster. Right. Uh, so, and, and I've the, seen it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You can call Bigfoot and Bob about that. <laughs> Hi, Bigfoot and Bob. Hey, I mean, something was following my boat that one time I went there. Sure. Uh, so, uh, 
best number one rated quote Ooh, for yeah. this episode. Well, see, like not all dad noises are bad dad noises. So, like maybe sometimes mom might say, "Hey, hon, kids gone away camping for the weekend. Why don't we do some toe curling?" And then dad might lean into a real Tony the Tiger dad noise, like, "Great, great," and you say that all the time. <laughs> I do. <laughs> But not during toe curling. No, no. <laughs> Usually after. <laughs> uh, it just sounds like it. it I'm actually snoring. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, uh, again, n- gay in this episode was just too amazing. Because uh, this was uh, just really a... Uh, when When gay and... It really becomes a part of the of the skids. Yes. Um, so, uh, but uh, one of the things that uh, that we wanted to talk about is, because uh, as as example, Tyler Johnston doing this interview with us uh, is that there's a lot of support from the stars of this show on uh, on social media. I mean, and if, uh, Tyler Johnston actually gave it high praise too. So that's I, you nice. know, Tyler Johnston yeah. is so good about about you know, liking all the fan stuff. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, Tyler and I, I see Joel Gagne <laughs> quite often. Him too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I recently got a like from Jay Burton and Tio Horn. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really incredible that the community that even the stars of the show, it's not just the, the fans, these, the, these guys are really supportive. So, yeah, they're they're very kind with their support. That's for sure. My wife loves it. Every time anything new comes in, um, just recently we put up, which would be our uh, 49th and 50th character that we have done, was uh, <laughs> Axe and Slash, the two um, Tannis's two uh, right hand nice. guys. They put up. Yeah, they saw it. They they gave it a thumbs up too. They they liked it as well. So yeah, I, I did see that. Uh, t- talking about her her little, her little nephews. <laughs> yes, yes, little nephews, yeah. And of course, uh Plywood. Plywood's always all over it. Uh Connor. Mm. You know, so yeah, we like he's he's always real supportive of everything that we put up. That's awesome. Yeah. So the, cool. Yeah, and yeah, so and even recently I've had likes from Jared Kiso himself and Jacob Tierney. Well, and, and it's and today, right after I this... think I today I got I think I got my first like from Kate Trevor Wilson. Ooh, so. awesome! <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it was shortly after this that we got the interview with Tyler Johnson yeah. too. Because yep. um, I don't know if out there listening you heard that cough in the background. That was the beginning of a very very nasty bug <laughs> that I caught and then passed on to Dean. Thanks. So <laughs> I am finally just getting my voice back, and it's literally been almost two months. Yeah. Uh and so yeah, Tannis was uh was a feature in this show. Oh, Tannis. Uh one of the things that uh that I like uh, I like about Tannis is her her and her she just exudes her energy. They they okay, let's go. And they get up and turn around and who's sitting there on the couch but Tannis. So fight. Oh. <laughs> she yeah, her, she she just exudes Sexy, yeah. Or, or, or as, <laughs> as the kids would call it, big dick energy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's the first time I have heard that and it actually made sense to me. Thank you. So yeah, that's that's kind of where you know, yeah, that's what I see. Got out of Tana. She's got the she's got the BDE. That's right. Which we then later kind of decided we were going to change that to big Tannis energy. Big Tannis energy because yeah, 
Yeah. Because <laughs> her balls dangle harder than you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, and then this episode, even though it's it's uh, it, it had been hinted at, uh, I think about somebody else in in uh, in a prior in a prior episode, but because uh, I brought the but I brought this up to you and it was uh, and I was so mad at myself for having not like. <laughs> Not having, but then again, I don't really put on my teacher and educator hat when I'm watching the show and enjoying right. the show. And right. that was probably the first time that I really had thought about that. Yeah, and we got we got some new listeners because of this chat and some and some more insight from other folks yeah. who were in this. So let me go ahead and so this is something that had come up that I uh, on on Reddit. It was originally a question asking about if Wayne was a was Psych- a psychopath, if if. Because he was all, all, so quick to get into violence and encouraged it, but it was more that someone else had brought up the possibility that maybe he's on the autistic spectrum. Mm-hmm. And so I brought that up to Tiara since that's her wheelhouse. Yes. So let's, oh, yeah. so tell me what you think about that. He very much reminds me of somebody who uh, has Asperger's. Um, he's got very strict rules and routines that he likes to follow. He does not like it when something is not done the way that he thinks it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very prideful of the accomplishments that he does do and can do. He's very proud of the farm, very proud of his dogs, very proud of the, the fruit stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and like even with his ways with relationships, he feels like it's supposed to be a certain way. And if it isn't, it makes him uncomfortable. Right. And yeah, I totally like as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I see that. I see it 100 <laughs> percent. Like, I don't know if that's what the intention is or maybe they've had examples before of people who are like that in their lives. And so they can write to it well. Sure. But it's it's very well acted where you don't. It doesn't look like he's somebody with disability. It doesn't no. look like, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves in society is what people think of when they think of someone with autism or someone who right. is autistic, depending on. um how they identify. And so the, Wayne is somebody who, what the lay person that doesn't really know would say is high functioning. <laughs> Which yeah. I, I know. Okay. I know. That's I know. why I, I said lay person because so <laughs> yes. and basically if he even got a diagnosis in the right, first place. Right. But so he was, but he would be, cause I, and I think they've taken off Asperger's mm-hmm. as a yep. diagnosis. It's just, Which is why all I said if he would right, even, right. yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> He's really sharp though and quick witted. You see, with that, oh. with that still, that's still possible. I'm autistic. <laughs> I, so I, I actually, yes, I actually have a cousin who is also. Yeah, it really um, a spectrum isn't a line that has one end and another. It's right. more of a big sphere, and so mm. each part of your personality is a different, a different place on the sphere, and it can be closer to the center or farther away depending on where you are. So all of us are more like a map instead of. Um, like it's not black or white. It's not even Fifty Shades of Grey because <laughs> black and white have to then also turn back into, you know, themselves to get back to like they don't stop yeah. right where it's, they are. It's it's so it's it's not that different from sexuality. Exactly, so. exactly, exactly. And I think that's actually why a lot of people on the spectrum can identify their sexuality better is because they understand the spectrum better and what a spectrum is. You know, I, for a long time growing up, identified as bisexual because I didn't really understand. I thought, okay, so I can either be gay or straight, but I'm, I want both. So then I'm bi. But reality is I'm not, I don't believe that there's only two genders. 
I don't believe that there's only two sexualities or even three sexualities. Mm. I believe that there's a vast number of variances that can happen in there. And I'm somewhere in there. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, sexy wexy. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I, get that. I get that. And I believe probably more connected to a kindred spirit more than uh, necessarily, you know, specific gender. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, when it comes to, uh, to Wayne, I definitely would, uh, if I was a diagnostician. If, if you had the rights to diagnose him. If I had the rights to diagnose him, then I would probably definitely put him under the umbrella. Probably, definitely. <laughs> uh, so there are two things that, as I was listening to myself talk, that I definitely wanted to probably mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> clarify a little bit. Um, when I discussed uh, bisexuality versus something else, I made it almost sound like I was saying there were two genders, but really people who self-identify as bisexual, it's um, genders like their own and different than and their others. Own. So not uh, male and female, but the one that I am and ones that are not what I am. Right. And two options. I, yeah. Two options, but really it's any option. Yeah. Um, but I do self-identify as pansexual and that's totally okay because everybody gets to self-identify. Yep. And that was the other thing I wanted to bring up. I said, um, being autistic or being on the autism spectrum or being on the spectrum, all of those things are ways that you can self-identify. I say that I'm autistic. I don't say I'm on the spectrum or I'm on the autism spectrum or um, I I never, ever say person with autism, which a lot of educators seem to think is. Uh, yeah, I'm not a person first uh, language um, in this instance, because I don't look at it as something that can be acquired, hmm. just like I wouldn't say that I'm a person who is black. I say that I'm a black person. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who is autistic or has autism. I'm a autistic person. So I just wanted to clarify that because that to me is really important. Sure. Yeah. All right then. All right then. Uh, <laughs> moving on. My tangents. I'll usually have to do with like sex, sexuality, or autism. <laughs> uh, Bradley is a killer. <laughs> oh yeah. Episode six, season finale. Yes. Uh, there is one more episode, but it is a holiday special. Uh, this one, Bradley is a killer. Uh, we had Kevin Wack on, who was, I think, one of our very first uh, Patreon yes. subscribers. Uh, and so we got him on for this one. Uh, this uh, this one, the Hicks are uh, get excited because somebody's coming back into town they haven't seen in a while. Bradley! Bradley! Uh, and the hockey team uh, is bonding. Uh, <clears throat> for different reasons. Um, and this, we learned about the term of low bones, which is basically, it's doing a fist bump below your waist and kind of looking away and not, being not cool paying attention it. to it. Yeah. It's, it's cool. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, number one quote from this comes from Miss Katie. It's a slip and slide over here, boys. <laughs> I have I have used that. <laughs> it's a slip and slide. Mm. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, <laughs> this episode, gay. Why though? Because say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Blame. Uh, uh, first, we talk about uh, <clears throat> Wayne is initially upset uh, about uh, something uh, that he wasn't expecting, which is usually why he gets upset. <laughs> I was gonna say when uh, when Gail mentions that she's 
hiring somebody. Oh, right. Wayne straightens up and looks like offended at the fact that she's bringing some some other right? strong arm in. Someone True. other than him. Yeah, yes. and she, he, he had that look on his face like when he first met Shep and Kingsley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. It's not what you talking about, Mr. <laughs> he had become a poopy pants. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Poopy pants. Um, and then, yeah, then we get to the part where we say sayonara today. Cut to the skids at the basement and they're saying goodbye to gay. They're so sad. Everybody's, it's heartbreaking. I want to hug Rold so bad. You just want to hug them all. (laughs) No. I mean, all of them are just, are so, so sad. I mean, gay, gay is fucking it. Her, her sad face is adorable. Oh, I know. Right. (laughs) She's she's gorgeous and she's adorable when she's sad. And even she can't ugly cry. (laughs) (laughs) No, she can't. (laughs) No, she can't. She's yeah. She's beautiful. Even when she's crying. (laughs) Yep. Is true, but good to see you. <laughs> uh, and finally, we have a little chat about wanting to know more about when the new the new show that had gotten announced uh, this year. Yeah, and how how that will per, uh, relate into answers from when they were kids. Why is Dan? I mean, I I know when. We get later on. <laughs> mm-hmm. We find out about foot racing with, and with Dan. And how important that was to right. Dan. But yes. I, I'm, yep. I'm, and I'm curious, and maybe it'll come up in Little Kenny when we see. Oh, Who knows? yeah, it might. Oh, I hope so. Uh, I hope so, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm There's just, a lot of like their their childhood questions that I want to know about. And like I like, spoiler for Little, little Kenny, I like that right in the beginning they kind of do it the same way Letterkenny does where the first episode is essentially introducing you to everybody again right. and then the second episode they start in with like stuff happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so yeah I'm excited to, that we'll uh, we'll be we'll be starting on Little Kenny here in a week or two yeah uh, which uh, we're gonna do as a special for our Patreon yep. members and just like what we're doing today we will release it at the end of season four I'm guessing maybe maybe we'll see <laughs> if you can stand to wait that long <laughs> we'll see I'll, I'll see how I feel about that um, but yeah so uh, we'll then we get into the uh, final episode of the season which is the haunted of Bodine's too, and actually, it's the number one rated show by our listeners yes. overall. Um, I agree with them on that uh, one. Tied for number one with uh, Puck Bunny on Twitter, um, but uh, overall, it uh, came out on top. Um, and I think number three was Les Hicks. So those were the top three shows for the season. Uh, the Hicks help their old pal Gail get to the bottom of a strange brew happening at the local bar, and. Uh, <laughs> favorite term that i learned this episode <laughs> that i had never heard before from accidental riley, from riley and jonesy well it's whether it's accidental but they said, or not the, but they, said they said accidental it, uh, yeah. tunnel buddies accidental tunnel buddies <laughs> which uh, i love it as uh, part of their ablaby <laughs> but did you have ablaby, ablaby. Um, <laughs> sounds like you sing applebee's <laughs> uh and best quote of mm, the episode my favorite was by squirrely dan Christ, she can make a softball hard. Right? <laughs> Fuck. And I don't even, I like, Bonnie McMurray is not my type, but in this episode, I totally get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, it was weird to me watching it. And yeah. like, eh, but like, thinking about it, 
Okay. I'm, I'm I get very, it. I, I'm very much like Wayne when it comes to- Let the to paint dry. Li- yeah. Well, well, <laughs> she's a pretty girl, but- <laughs> She's a baby. Uh, Anyone which, younger than me is 12. <laughs> right. And which is why, in, uh, in my opinion, my favorite character this episode was Wayne. Yeah. Um, so he yeah. corrected everybody's misconceptions about exactly. Bonnie and pointed out what a good human being she is. Right. Yeah. Bonnie's got a long day. Right, that, a lot of costume of changes. Yes. <laughs> that actually, um, that does bring up something that I wanted to mention. Uh, cause one of the things I have been noticing lately as I slowly withdraw more and more from the social media <laughs> around Letterkenny is a lot of people out there don't seem to be in on some of the jokes. Uh, And there are quite a few people out there that um, body shame and slut shame Bonnie McMurray. Mm. Um, I know, (gasps) right? And I think this episode in particular really kind of calls into the fact that look at how fucking sexy she is. Oh, but look at all of this fucking charitable, awesome stuff that she does Mm. because she's more than just a body. Mm. And that's kind of like everybody treats her as this beautiful, oh, look at this sexy thing in front of me that's making me horny. And then Wayne's just like, oh, you're going to go do that thing. Cool. Have fun. Like that. Well, I yeah, love what that. I love is that none of them are costumes. No, exactly. Nope. She's, she's got a busy day of doing all this stuff and she's not dressing sexy like, you know, they always do for, she, these are literally, I mean, yes, they're overly <laughs> sexualized. Well, each one, sure. each one is definitely supposed to be costume-like. Uh, but, yes, but it's very themed yes. for all of these activities that she is right. doing. Yeah. Yes, not a regulation softball uniform. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was our friend Heidi, yes. who's uh, now been on uh, this her second time on the show. Uh, also a Patreon subscriber. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, even then, though we made her do fart books first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we owed her the first repeat for sure. Um, but uh, and I will t- still defend fart book to this. Day. <laughs> it's uh, got a lot of great stuff. That's right. Uh, and then we, uh, additional follow up to uh, Wayne and uh, and more. A little bit more autism talk. Like the more I get on the soapbox of Wayne is on the autism spectrum, the more I'm like, oh, I love how they're showing (laughs) just that that's just a part of who he is. And there's all these other awesome things. And look at all these women who love him and want him. And, you know, look at the respect that he gets from all of these people. And, you know, I, um, I know for a fact that there are a lot of people out there on the spectrum, either self-diagnosed or diagnosed by doctors who don't feel that much inclusion in their lives. So it's just, it's really nice to see, even if it's not intentional, that that just happens to be how this character kind of fell out as they were writing it. Like it's, it's really nice to see it just be kind of a normal quirky character, but Mm. who still is the hero of his story. Exactly. And I am 100% that one who will walk out there and just, I, I guess this is that being, um, being autistic is kind of my soapbox because anytime I see a misconception or somebody says something kind of negative, it's like, really? Hi, how would you like to explain me then? <laughs> and so like at my school that I work at, um, most of the teachers had never met another adult, had never met an adult who was autistic had only worked with kids and, you know, I was able to immediately give new ideas onto why behavior was happening or like what it was that this student needed in like a five minute window of watching a student when they'd had the child for months. And so I'm told all the time how much of an asset I am. Like 
a lot of people who are autistic do not get that kind of validation in their work or in their personal lives or in society. Yeah. So it's really nice, really, really, really nice. Representation matters. It does. Absolutely. Even if it's representation that's not blatant. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, us straight white folks have, uh, especially men, have been represented for a long time. A little bit. And just because new people are getting representation, finally, doesn't mean we're having any less representation. Uh, we're still plenty represented. So don't worry. It's going <laughs> to uh, So, yeah, that's that's it for all of the uh, all of the episodes. Uh, we did have a, a couple of listener uh, thoughts or questions. Uh, yeah. Ray from Twitter, Sicard uh, Picard. Um, she That's she loves fantastic. our fuck fight furta segments, and she really enjoys it when Shorty Shorzy is getting his ass beaten. So, so anytime he gets fight and fuck fight verta, yep, nice, yep, uh, which is most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, except for that once. Um, he had a nice ass, and that's pretty much the only thing that he does in that episode. It's like, well, yeah, and uh, Ray, <laughs> uh, and so Ray from Women's Play, he has as long as he shuts up. Right. It'll be all right. Exactly. Uh, and uh, Mark Sparky from Facebook, uh, he says he he wants to know how we think the characters have changed from the beginning of the end of the season. Ooh, that's a good uh, question. Wayne, I don't think has ever changed. No. I don't think he ever will. Katie, I mean, I I feel like he can and probably will grow, but it yeah. just seems very much again. If they are if they are purposely making this character autistic, it makes sense that he's very very same. Like Stayed he wears in the his same ways. clothing, yeah. yep. and you know it. So it makes sense that he wouldn't grow visibly. Yeah. So much. Yeah. But uh, Katie, uh, Katie did grow for sure. She yeah. she went from being I've I've been to the big city. It was open I, season, right? She had a busy winter. She and had a she, busy and winter. Two busy winters over. Yep. Clean it up. <laughs> and so, so that definitely changed. Uh, and that was, yeah, the cliffhanger at the end of the season was, I want to date one of you again, right. but only one of you. But only one of you. So yeah, that's, uh, that was, yeah, so that was different. So I think Katie probably had the most, I don't want to say growth, just change. So yeah. That, yeah the, um, so uh, Squirrely Dan Dairy, I don't, I don't see really. I think Rold did because Rold, yes. at the beginning he was like, oh, a girl. To yeah. the end of the season where he was so brokenhearted. Yeah. And I think Stuart as well. Mm. And that he I had think to Stuart take... discovered how much he was attracted to her. Well, not only <laughs> that he had, he also had to take a more of a leadership role. True. Very true. Um, I, I, with the skids. Uh, and I think he was kind of happy that when Gay showed up, he was able to share that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, because uh, he wasn't used to being the solo one in charge. Like, right. He wanted, he liked being in charge. Yes. His basement. He had all a balance that stuff, with Devin. But, yeah. And I think Gay brought some balance back. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Stuart rolled Katie, I think, had the most change or growth, uh, however you want to look at it, um, mm -hmm. out of all of them. So, that's, yeah. that's what I saw with the I season. I would agree. Yeah. Um, so, those are the only questions. So, you know, what we've got coming up, uh, like I said, we've got Little Kenny we're, we're going to be covering. Uh, how we do that, you'll find out. Because <laughs> um, we haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to do it. And we'll Obviously. do it. It'll be like this. Obviously. We just don't know when, I guess right. we'll say. Are we so, going to do mini-sodes? Are we going right. to do one for the whole series? Yeah. Like, how are we going to yeah. do We don't Let know Let us know yet. what you think about that. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, as, if you're a Patreon subscriber, we're going to give you more weight of, uh, in your opinion. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Uh, let us but know. But we'd love to hear from anybody out yeah, there. Yeah, totally. Um, and, uh, yeah. Thoughts, theories, questions, trivia, anything that you want to send us, uh, Facebook, uh, 
Twitter, uh, email how are you now pod at gmail.com. So any of that stuff. Uh, we and the are, questions can be about us or the show sure, or anything. our show yeah. or yeah. like anything to do with the podcast. Like yeah. just don't ask me about the state of the world because you don't want to hear about my opinions <laughs> on the fall of Rome around me. Right. So, <laughs> uh, the, yeah, new, uh, so uh, the upcoming season, we're going to have new music every, on every episode. episode. It's yep. going to be a, a, a different indie band, different styles each time we have, I mean, singer songwriter, uh, Americana type stuff, folky punk uh, rock, uh, punk, uh, electronic type of stuff. So yeah, we've, we, it's going to be very much like what you, what, the one thing I haven't seen yet, I haven't gotten any hip hop yet. So interesting. Uh, I don't know any hip hop people. So if you're a hip hop person and you are in a, doing an, in, an indie hip hop thing, let us know We're we're, we're hip to your hip hop. So, <laughs> um, we're going to have more merch coming once our new, uh, once Luann gets better and can get our new logos out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, we're going to do something with, to do discounts for, our, uh, Patreon patrons. Uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to do. Uh, and we're going to have more interviews. Uh, Camilla Cole, Bonnie McMurray has agreed, uh, in just, uh, uh on the a verbal Reddit, agreement, uh, uh, essentially yeah, a verbal agreement on the Reddit AMA basically saying, sure. <laughs> yeah. One of you lovely people brought up to, uh, Camilla. Yeah. That was, that was Ray. That was Ray. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> brought up to Camilla about, uh, doing an interview with us. And like, when I saw that, I just started jumping up and down. Like I, I was like, did you plan this? How did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what we've got. I think I, um, and I do believe, uh, in our conversation with, with Tyler, um, he, said that he was going to kind of talk us up to his people too. And we'll so we'll see what happens there. Yeah. You know, we've gotten yeah a lot of interest in it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, we can't thank everybody enough for listening to us. I mean, Seriously. we're going across the globe as we have from here in Seattle, all the way down as far as places in Australia that I don't even know where specifically, but I know where we've hit Australia, we've hit the Philippines, we've hit Japan, we've hit, Germany and Sweden Dubai. and Denmark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> France so, yeah, and it's, England. Yeah. It's been crazy. And we, it's, we can't thank you guys enough for your support. We, we are and completely listening honored. to us every week. Um, like we, we started doing this show because we literally loved, like fell in love with this ridiculous show that no one we knew had ever heard of. And we just wanted to tell all our friends and we figured this was a great way to do that. Yeah. Um, if you go back to our first couple episodes, it's my sister and my best friend <laughs> and like, it's all just people and my co-host from Podscare. Co-host from Podscare. <laughs> so it's just, it's just us sitting around room yeah. talking about a show that we love and suddenly it's become its own little community. And I know that I'm not on the social media as much as Dean is, but I love going on there and seeing how supportive you guys are of each other and how caring you guys are, how quick you are to stick up for somebody else who yeah. might be getting, um, the short end of the stick. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I would, I do want to, and give how out, different it is from all of the other letter Kenny pages that I'm seeing. I do want to give a shout out to one of the other letter Kenny Facebook yes. groups. Uh, <laughs> yes, Professor P Professor Trisha would literally shit a brick. Yes, they are uh, fantastic. They, they, yeah, they are, uh, they are quick to point out hypocrisy problems. and yeah, yeah problematic <laughs> and, behavior. Uh, and 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 it's yeah, and there's good discussion being had there. It's I mean, 
Uh, it's you. It's usually around the other Letterkenny pages of mm-hmm. other folks who were basically being racist, sexist, homophobic, degens. Basically, de- being degens from out country, or as I like to refer to them, I, as I will refer to them now from now on, hard right Jays. So, <laughs> HRJs. So if you're an HRJ, you are not welcome. No, nope, don't uh, even bother. So yeah. Uh, we don't like your kind. <laughs> I would I would like to uh, point out something which really cracks me up. Um, there was some guy who basically mentioned something about you being an old white guy. And I'm like, yeah, and he's married to a not so old brown um, gender fluid. Uh, <laughs> like, I can just keep going on. Yeah. Like you, you have a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the free space. You got the free space going on. <laughs> Just by by sake of 13 years with me, <laughs> you've learned quite a bit, young Padawan. So it cracks me up when people try to call you out for that. And literally, like, I just sit back and go, oh, he's got this because I, I don't have to say anything. I don't have to, like, <laughs> virtue signal that I am all of these things because you're just like, oh, yeah, would you like to tell my queer feminist wife that she's bad somehow? Or like, yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't put up with shit. Uh, I mean, as you should yeah, not, it's and, our but, page, but right? I, and, and not only that, and I reach out to our other queer friends who, yeah. and yeah, cause I, I don't, yeah, mind, you did that I, on, tum- on Twitter to yeah, make sure I, I don't mind being held accountable. If I fucked up, tell me I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I've, you know, if I've legitimately fucked up, I will own that shit. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the first to own it and, and retract and apologize. Uh, so yeah. And you, I, you are always conscious of your behavior and your words, and you try really hard to make sure that you don't come across as a stereotypical cishet white guy. Right. Um, and that, to me, is huge. I also try not to be a white knight. That is true. Because <laughs> I, I, you I'm can very, be. You I, like I, to. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, I'm. I'm very. I'm. You know. I'm a very. I'm very much a protector. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't. I think I don't do that. As I'm very much like Wayne in that. Yes. <laughs> you know. I care about my people. Mm-hmm. I mean, regardless of shade, <laughs> of what a shade of skin, sexuality, what have you, <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to protect my people. Neurotypicality, right? I don't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I will protect my people. I don't give a fuck. I will. I will meet you at the end of the laneway. <laughs> I, <yep. laughs> any any day and twice on Sunday, and I'll be right there to hand you that <laughs> bottle of whiskey and tell you yep. pitter patter. That's right. Um, <laughs> but I can't have the darts. No, uh, no darts. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I, I protect my people and, you know, and, and you guys uh, are our people. Yeah. And, and I think that the thing that I, I, I trying to think how to phrase this properly, (laughs) I, I get, I do get imposter syndrome with that, which is why I reach out. I don't think I'm like, did did I really, I think I may have fucked up here. Tell me. You know, did I miss something? <laughs> and that right there is the biggest difference between you and a lot of people online. Yeah. If you say something and you are worried that you said something that could offend, you you check. And I will assume that I sure. I will assume that I fucked up. Yes. Because I that's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes a long time to believe in yourself, oh yeah. even if other people believe in you. I mean, yeah. It's I've been working at the same place for tw- 20 some odd years and there are things that I do better than anybody else, but I still question myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's just, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, call me out. I, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to seem like 
the guy who says, I'm not going to fight your fight for you if you don't want me to. Uh, if, but I think I am, if, if you're somebody who's close to me, I'm going to, I'm going to stick up for you. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, in a heartbeat. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's me. (laughs) Anything else? No. Before we, uh, get to Mr. Uh, Mr. Johnston. Mr. Johnston. Uh, no, I think that's everything. Um, shout out to those of you who've been listening to us since we started back in December that I can't mm-hmm. believe it's only been just over half a year and, and we're at like ridiculous amount of numbers that mm-hmm. I can't even really fathom. As- we were, and we're <laughs> ranking currently in the top 200 of Apple. That's podcasts, so weird. <laughs> so, which that's, I mean, that's where they, the rankings stop in each category for where we're in like a hundred and the between 130 and 150 mm-hmm. in the TV and film category. Nice. So yeah, uh, be our patron or uh, join us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Chat or- with us anytime. Anytime. Talk, talk to us. We are. I, I, I'm usually the one who's there on social usually. media. And because he am, sits at a computer all day, I, where I'm teaching young. I'm minds. very interactive, and this is the only. <laughs> th- uh, aside from my work, I do. Uh, the podcast <laughs> and your other podcast sometimes I do other podcasts sometimes. So I spend a lot of time on social media doing this. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very, I'm there to talk discord our discord, sir, uh, on co- the podcast junkie discord server. I want to give that a shout out too. Cause there's, uh, there's lots of other folks in there who are just chatting and it's a chat room basically, but yeah. for, for different types of podcasts, including ours. Uh, and you can meet other cool podcasts. If you're new to podcasts, there's lots of other cool independent podcasts out there. Very cool. definitely go check those out. All right, let's get to uh, Tyler. All right, let's, let's, we've I think we've we've held this held on to this one long enough. I hope you guys enjoy this uh, interview that we had with Tyler Johnston. It came together pretty quick, but I think it was pretty fucking fantastic. It was awesome, and he is he's a, a great lovely guy. Great guy, great guy, great fucking guy, great fucking guy. Uh, I can't wait. To, I'm surprised we're not listening to it right now. I know. Go listen <laughs> now. Here we go. Love All you. right, bye. bye. And welcome back to How Are You Now? This is Dean. This is Tiara. And today we have a very special guest with us, Tiara. Yes. We have Tyler Johnston. Oh my God. Oh my God. Tyler. How are you now? How are you now? Uh, good news? No, ah, not so bad. I, we were debating before it, if you would answer like Stuart or if you would do the actual answer. Yeah, I mean, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because that's one of the questions that I that I had for you is where do you where do you personally fall in the Letterkenny spectrum of of, of personalities? Are I mean, because you've got to have some skid in you, of course. But, oh yeah, and that was actually oh, brought yeah. up by one of our Patreon. It, uh, it was, yeah, it, it, uh, Kevin Wack uh, from our one of our Patreon subscribers was that what Letterkenny stereotype fits with your real life personality. Great question. And when the show originally came out and I was still introducing some of my friends and families and, and, and people to the show, anyone who knew me just assumed that I was a hockey player. <laughs> I grew up playing hockey my whole life since I was like two, three years old, played up until like, you know, 23 competitively. And, uh, and you know, I'm always like, yeah, check the show out, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, in comes episode one, season one, where I'm just off the wall. <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, some people didn't even know that it was me, for a few episodes, which was really quite funny. I can believe it. It took me a minute because well, we knew yeah. you from, we, we recognized you from Supernatural, Supernatural, but we couldn't figure it out <laughs> right. first. Yeah. You're like, where the hell do I know him from? Because, yeah. yeah, I've been following you since you were 17, basically. Yeah. And, yeah. and now, and now, you, now you're 19, right? Too. You're 19 yeah. now. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, the, the other question that I personally had for you do you have a hidden painting in your basement? <laughs> that is aging desperately yeah yeah no oh my god no, i can't say i do but i do have a painting of uh of uh season three stewart that uh, one of our uh, set deck ladies uh, painted from one of the earlier seasons and nice. they framed it for a bunch of us so i do have a very weird picture of stewart in our spare bedroom <laughs> that's beautiful yeah. i would think uh. i would you know think it's a little narcissistic and egotistical but <laughs> Picture does not just, just you know, <laughs> it's not a flattering one. <laughs> well, yeah, it's yeah. You, I mean, you are you you are one of the handsomest actors, and you're playing kind of a smudge of yeah. well, as Wayne says, spare parts of a character. Yeah. In one of, we, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, in one of our, uh, I think it was season. What was the one with my sister? That was end of season end of season one. one. Yeah, I think uh, she and I sat there talking for a few minutes about how you left the shirt hanging over your stomach so people couldn't see that you were actually fit. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate that. It wasn't really my intention. <laughs> it was just it was that when we got into the the big brawl off of season one. Yeah, yeah you were you, you were tennis, trying to get yeah. them to, to yeah. yeah yeah. It just kind of it, it kind of happened accidentally and then. <laughs> That was, it was like these guys are so pathetic they can't even get their <laughs> shirt off. You know, like I couldn't even take my shirt off. Exactly. <laughs> oh. And even you know Evan, Evan the um, who plays role, oh. he's in phenomenal shape. Back <laughs> I he, love like, him so dances. much. Every time someone says the name World, we're like, I love him. <laughs> Yeah, he's he. That's all he wants, Rolds. That's all he wants, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, you know? absolutely. He totally does. I mean, and yeah, Stuart, uh, just gives him little bits here and there to keep him around. <laughs> yeah, well, so that because that was uh, somebody did ask me that. Is it? Do you think that uh, yeah, I mean, that, that that Stuart and Rold will ever actually hook up? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't give him everything. No, right? right. No, you gotta keep him I'm actually. I just I'm reading this book right now, Helter Skelter. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, about uh, you know Charles Manson. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, there's some similarities going on here. <laughs> so you're comparing Stewart a little bit to Manson? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want to go that far. But, uh, well, I, I the way he treats some people is uh, quite manipulative. Uh, well, Stewart, yeah. well, Stewart is probably a little bit smarter. Yes, I would <laughs> yeah, say that. I'd say, I'd say so as well. Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't really want to hurt people. He just likes to. to can I swear on here? Oh hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah, he just wants to fuck shit up. You said <laughs> I love that we said swear and then I said hell. Like, I'm <laughs> such a fucking teacher. It's like, <laughs> oh heck yeah! Oh heck yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah! Well, Gosh I mean, we're, darn. We're, we're we're a podcast about letter kidding. So. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we talk about cunt. Oh god. <laughs> So tell tell me this: How hard is it for you to not break character? Because <laughs> and, everybody's so fucking funny. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's hard. Some days are harder than others, especially when we get the big group together and we're all getting super collectively. <laughs> That's a really tough, tough time. I bet. But but like, we don't have too many. Excuse me. Takes. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot, a lot of time on the days. The days move really, really quickly. So. We do have to try our best to just stay in character. And I think it helps being as ridiculous as the skids are because once we are in those, you know, 
wardrobe and I put the I put the hair on or the hat on. We're just kind of in in character and we're not method. We're not walking around being super skittish. But <laughs> we cut a night, we had a schedule and we, we we just try and stay as focused as we can. But there's a couple scenes, one in the in the new season coming up where uh, there was like six or seven of us characters in it and we just could barely hold it together. And <laughs> I, I think people might know what scene when it comes out, but uh, I'm not going to say anything for now. There, there, well, there have been some scenes that I've noticed where somebody has looked away, whether, whether it's, <laughs> oh, yes. whether it's, I mean, whether it's Look you down. or Connor or oh. Squirrely Dan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. Dan looks down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's something to be said about incorporating a little laugh in the show too, right? Because the characters sometimes find the jokes funny too. Sure. So right. you want to be able to laugh a little bit without, you know, you know, giving it away that you're actually <laughs> bursting out a little bit. Right. Like earlier when I said the thing about the Florida State seminal vesicles and nobody laughed. I, I think Jared. I think Jared actually has. He's probably got the hardest job because he's oh, always. He's so, the straight man. He's so straight all Which the time. That Have you guys so seen the bloopers? The blooper reels. Yes. That come out? Yes. yes. It's the greatest when when Jared gets giggling and he cannot stop. So so you you and Jared. Uh, met on the uh, well. I know you were both in the second Don Cherry show that he was in and you played young don cherry you got it yeah. <laughs> oh my god so is that is that how you ended up getting on this or was that just that's, uh, that's how jared and i met so jared that would have been probably I don't, seven years ago or something yeah right? seven years ago so jared and i would have met uh in manitoba him being you know don cherry and me being the younger don cherry meanwhile i think jared's two years older than i am right and playing, <laughs> playing like you know 22 year old don 68 year old don <laughs> 15 year old Don to 20 year old Don. But uh, yeah, Jared and I became instant pals. We both love hockey. Uh, we got a lot in common. He lived in Vancouver at the time. So after we uh, after we finished filming that movie, which was for me like a bucket list, top of the line type of role, uh, be, being able to do a Canadian hockey movie you know, legend like Don Yeah, right. Definitely. Growing up in Canada, every Saturday we have Coach's Corner and Don Cherry's on there sharing his opinion about the league. and <laughs> With those and crazy so suits. Oh, uh, yeah. He's crazy suits and some people would say crazy statements. But, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it was a dream come true. And, and I actually had to learn how to play left-handed for that role. I'm a right-handed guy. Oh, and wow. uh, the director... When when uh, when he was considering giving me the role, he called me and said, "Hey Tyler, I know you said you're right-handed, but uh, Don's left." And I'm like, "Did I say I was right? I'm definitely left-handed." <laughs> he, he goes, he goes he, "Other people have lied to me before." Uh, I'm like, "Well, look, I'm like, I grew up playing lacrosse. I scored more goals left-handed than some of my left-handed teammates." And he goes, "That's exactly what I needed to hear." All, All right. right. Hung That's up really the phone, cool. Had a mild panic attack, and <laughs> it got <laughs> and to work. Half shooting left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I was not a pro left-handed, but I got I got the job done. So, so you did the, you did all the sports and in, and in, in high school as well as doing drama in high school. Yeah, I was a busy I was a busy young man. Yeah, you I, were. Well, I saw I saw that I was reading that you uh, you did Footloose in high school. I did, and yeah, then right just before. and what I found funny is just a couple of years ago you were in a a, a, a TV movie. With Kevin uh -huh. Bacon. Yes. So did you tell him? <laughs> I told him day seven. Because <laughs> it was like, I didn't want to be just another that guy. guy. <laughs> Kevin. 
I'm a huge fan. I, I played your character in high school. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is exactly what I wanted to do, but I didn't want to do it day one, two, or three. I wanted right. to kind of form a little camaraderie right. and actually show that maybe, you know, I'm not just a super fanboy like I am. But I did bring it up, and he kind of he kind of laughed, and he said, <laughs> you know, when that, when that musical came out, I would get calls from high schools all over the country inviting me to come, and he's like, you know, obviously I can't go to every high school <laughs> performance. <laughs> He was, he was really humble and nice about it. He was he was a great guy. It was good to get to know him that the little bit that I did. Yeah, I've I've heard good things about him. Uh, that he was he's like down to earth and so great is his wife guy. and daughter. Like they're all really nice, nice people. Yeah, it's I, I it's good, you know, you always hear the things about, you know, you don't want to meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's always well, really pleasant. <laughs> exactly. And he was you know, he was great. I'm sure it's tough being, you know, a legendary actor like that and going to different sets and you know having a bit of a responsibility to kind of be nice to people right and i don't know it's just you hear all these horror stories about these celebrities Mm. and it's just like well you know you kind of have to put yourself in their position on occasion as well because they've got a lot going on and they have a lot of responsibility when they're on set and they can't just be a politician all the time right and also, but, it, that reminds me of something that um, John Mulaney was uh, joking about. I just rewatched some of his comedy this weekend, and he was talking about meeting celebrities when he was on Saturday Night Live, and how you know this might that might be being rude might be something completely normal to them because their normal is not our normal. So yeah, like, that's yeah. I I love yeah. hearing talk, stories talk about, about stars not, who actually are normal. Right. <laughs> Where are you two from? Oh, I'm I'm from here. I, I was born and raised in Seattle. And I'm okay. I, I I've lived I've lived in Seattle since 2003, but I'm originally from Texas. Okay, gotcha. And most of so, my family is Canadian, though. So they always say for as Canadian actors, a lot of us make uh, more polite choices than are appropriate. Because, <laughs> it's so funny because they're like, you know, people are assholes. You don't have to make people nice. Like sometimes these lines aren't a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like us Canadian actors got to keep that in mind, you know. What? Well, yeah, that's well, that's one of the things that I like about Letterkenny is it's even though it's crude and rude, mm-hmm. you're still very progressive and you try to be PC uh, yes. about about. I mean, you're, I mean, like when a, j- a gay joke is cracked, rolled is like, "Hey," and everyone's like, "Well, we love you, and we're not exactly. we're not making fun of you." Yeah, <laughs> like, he, they managed to walk the line really well because some yes. of the jokes could be deemed um, yes. <laughs> inappropriate and offensive but no one really bullies people for who they are it's right. more circumstantial bullying yes you don't get bullied for being gay you don't get bullied for being black you don't get bullied for being whatever it's just everyone just picks on everyone it's, it, yeah you're, you're picked on for what you what you do not who you are exactly <laughs> yes exactly. If, you, if you do something dumb you're gonna get chirped and yeah and the thing and the thing i love about it also is even though when you're a fuck up like stewart has been mm. you know at the end of season one they all came together and fought for stewart <laughs> I know. And then I sitting around that. at Modine's. Like it's one of my favorite scenes yeah. when Stuart first is like being accepted as <laughs> you're, an okay yeah. person. And that was the thing that we talked about in at the end at the end of season one was your you just did so much expression from your face. Yes. It was it was it was beautiful. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I wanted to be sure with Stuart because when I first talked to Jacob and Jared, I I said to this is season one, right? Mm-hmm. Before we really knew what direction, how far the show would go, I was like, Stuart to me is the super villain in Letter <laughs> You know, he wants to he wants to create havoc and be an anarchist and 
but I also wanted to make sure that he had heart and the and that the 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 audience would be able to relate to his circum certain well circumstances. Right. And when he gets his heart broken at the rave, I really wanted people to feel sorry for him and oh not laugh at him. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh. yeah you know, it's easy to be a caricature of your character. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and it was funny. That it's kind scene. Of also, at that Ugh. point, it, it, he kind of had a bit of a Walter White moment. Yes. <laughs> when I uh, when the reveal happens and no one's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and then when you went back to the basement. And, oh yeah. And, and you were just yeah. like, you were like, you you did the, almost like I am the one who knocks. <laughs> you, yeah. That, yeah. that was it. Was that kind of moment right there? Like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, that's, and then and, and Devin goes, I love Stuart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that was probably one of my fa- The thing that I've said the most from season one. <laughs> is I love Stuart. I love Stuart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just so, and your, your interactions with all the other skids have been, has been awesome. Whether it's Devin or Rold or, uh, she's now I can Darian. Darian and Connor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't ever remember that. <laughs> no, and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> And I'm, got named the last couple of years here, so. And I hope I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that they get some speaking lines at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those guys are unreal dudes. You know, they came on as basically background performers season one, right. and their their characters have grown and grown and grown. And sometimes when we're out front of the um, the convenience store and we're, we're we're set to dance or like we're in the basement and like these, these scenes are about to happen, they are contributing very funny moments. Oh yeah, and they're, they're they're part of the cast. Uh, and their 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 roles will hopefully continue to grow because those two guys are um, are really really great guys. They seem like it. I, I follow uh, Patrick. Uh, that's his name, right? Patrick. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. On, and on Danny. Yeah. On, I on on Twitter and Instagram, and he's a wild one. He he's is funny. perhaps the most skid out of all the. <laughs> he cracks yeah. me up. Oh um, man, he is funny. Um, and kind of going back to about the amount of time that you have on on set. Uh, I had a question about the amount of scripted versus improv. Yeah. Uh, and we talk it, about that a lot because there's so like much back the, and forth. Yeah, and... the way the back and forth seems so organic. I mean, not that you're not all great air actors, <laughs> but it's it feels like a lot of that is just like you're re- really riffing off one another. Sometimes we do. Um, oft- oftentimes we get the scripts. The scripts are great. We rehearse the hell out of them because, again, when we get to set, we know we don't have too, too many takes. So Evan and I, who plays Rold, will get together, and Andrew will Dylan- and Dylan will get together, who are the hockey boys. Right. The night before, we hammer it out. We think of some options and some choices, and maybe if there's some things that we want to suggest, we will suggest the next day. Sometimes it comes up organically in a scene, like if we have a new scene partner or someone who's sort of new to the fold and the, the dynamic changes a little bit, we could go with the flow. Like there was a couple scenes with uh, Gay, my, uh, mm. my lover, yes. my gay lover. I love her. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, where? do you have any insight into how old Gay is? In the show. Uh, in the show. The character. The character, the character yes. Uh, no, I don't know how old anyone is. <laughs> we argue about that on the show a lot. Well, yeah, because we talk about, uh, you know, like, uh, I, or something. Yeah, because her parents kicked her out. I'm like, well, how old is she? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, is she the only one with a parent? Right. right. <laughs> but there was a couple of things when Sarah Gadden, who plays gay, came and she she brings this really nice energy. And obviously she's a beautiful woman. And, and we always have a bunch of greasy dudes in the basement. So. <laughs> It was just like it was a fun dynamic to kind of play opposite her and her and I and Evan had some nice improv moments that actually did make the show. How how awkward were those BDSM moments with us? <laughs> oh my gosh. 
You know what? <laughs> At this point, it was like what season five, season six, yeah, six, yeah, yeah. We'd all seen everything, anyway. <laughs> and it, it was pretty silly. Sarah was <laughs> was great about it too. She was a trooper. I love that, and I love the blooper reel where the thing falls down and her legs are <laughs> yes. stuck up in the air. And you're, I'm feeling oh a little exposed God. here. <laughs> yeah. And it's like there's a couple seconds when we broke for lunch where I was still tied up. Like, <laughs> They're not actually going to leave me here. How uh, how great was it? With me. How great was it to be out of the wig though? It felt nice. It did feel really nice, and it was a nice sort of like story change, you know. Like it was uh, we into the big city with my new girlfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. She's she's changing Stuart to be maybe who she wants him to be, and. Uh, it was fun. I think it was a really cool reveal for the fans as well. I think they got a kick out of that. Yeah, oh, was definitely. Some, some positive feedback. Some people being like, "Where the fuck's the wig?" Or you know, <laughs> "What happened to your hair?" But you can't you can't please everybody all the time. Yeah, one of my, one of my favorite memes that I've seen is uh, of as of you is if you if you did love me at my when you had the when yeah. you're the most yes. skittish to to that point supermodel you, you don't deserve me at this. Yes. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that one too. I, I think I, I gave it a retweet. <laughs> and that was a really fun moment. Oh, and I love how interactive you are with the fans. That yeah, that's amazing. I enjoy it. I mean, it's for me. It's like why have social media if you're not interacting at least a little bit? And I, as long as it's positive, I'm cool to interact. I'm not going to respond to every comment all the time. Oh, but how could you? <laughs> it's, just, it's 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 fun for me too, and I know people enjoy enjoy those moments and that interaction so oh totally i I can't tell you how many times uh not not just myself but everybody else fangirls out when tyler johnston liked that yeah (laughs) seriously on our go ahead i was gonna say on our facebook page every time someone gets a a like from you they will post it on there and be like oh my god and then like people will jump on saying oh that's so cool he did that to mine too and as long as it's not bad and people are like wow this guy's psycho and he's dead (laughs) A life. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like moments, you know, like if I'm on the bus or if I'm doing a little cardio at the gym, I'll go through the hashtag letter Kenny and, and you know, like show some love and drop some comments and stuff like that. It's amazing how many tweets and posts there there are out there. Like there are a it's lot of posts. Yeah. Seriously taking off in the US. Yeah. I I'm I'm curious about it's exciting. it well, how long did it take before it started becoming popular in Canada? Oh, it didn't take that long, honestly. We are with Bell Media, which is a huge media conglomerate here in Canada. And, mm-hmm. and like they, Comcast. Have, <laughs> they have big marketing dollars. And uh, for a while, the commercial was running, felt like every commercial break on some of the major networks wow. for us. CTV, TSN, it's all sort of an umbrella company. And, and they... they it, they were they were marketing it to the point where people were tweeting, "Okay, just shut the fuck up." <laughs> you know, it's like stop shoving it down our throats. But yeah, it, you know, the first season we did six episodes. People seemed to like it. Second season we did seven episodes. Started to get a little bit of momentum, and then when we got the season three order, it, it is when we kind of knew that maybe this thing was something special. Nice. Yeah. It's it, it's you know there's nothing else quite like it. No, I absolutely mean, not. Yeah, I mean, people have said, well, if you like, you know, if you like Letterkenny, you'll, you, and if you haven't watched it, watch Trailer Park Boys. And I've watched Trailer Park. Tra- Trailer Park Boys is good, sure, but it's not. It's the not same. my cup of tea it for is sure. Definitely not the same. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm the one. It is a different show. Yeah, the I'm the one. I do not like the crude parts of. I'm. 
I've got weird stuff. I'm autistic. I'll totally own that. I get squeegee about bodily fluids and like farts and stuff. I just don't like it. But fart, yeah. fart book. Fart book in particular, <laughs> yes. But it happens all through anytime Shorzy's on screen. <laughs> you know, the, the diarrhea of in the hockey days. But but like it's- even that, like on a normal show, that would totally turn me off from the show. But uh-huh. Letterkenny is so intelligent beyond that. That I'm glad you can see that. Like yes. some, some of those scenes are ridiculous. <laughs> yes. But again, it's like not every scene could be for every person, right? Like right. if you if you uh I don't know if either of you are hockey fans or have played hockey or played sports or anything, but for people who have been in locker rooms, they understand yeah. some of those politics <laughs> and the and the way that guys and girls chirp at each other. Oh, I yeah. love the female hockey player dynamic. Oh, yeah. <sighs> What an addition those yes. two are to this show. Marianne and Betty Ann, love them. Oh, my gosh. So some people get that. Some people would understand maybe the hick jokes a little bit closer or the DJ jokes that the skids make. So it's a nice wide variety of, of jokes and, and people that I think it connect with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think TR, well, we, uh, one of our episodes, we talked about how, you know, we're we're all a little bit of a little bit of something of each of those. And for me, yeah. I was, you know, I'm kind of a little hick because I'm from Texas, but I'm yep. also a little DJ because, you know, the, the music that I've listened to. And so, because you're from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our up country in this country. I think. And then TR is a bit native yep. and a bit, uh, a bit, bit skid, bit skid. So <laughs> yeah, talking about yeah. you know what? the native thing in our show was uh, not an accident. I don't think, but it's certainly become, a nice, um, how do I phrase this? They're just they're just another faction in the show. Yeah. They're, they're not they're not made to be anything more or no. anything less. They're just another faction in the show, and they interact with everybody equally. And I think that's been very important for the for the growth of our show and staying true to Canada. Uh, yeah, uh, representation matters. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> so- Ab- and Dio, who plays tennis, <laughs> oh. she is a rock star, and she's so smart, and she's driven, and she uh-huh. doesn't take shit, and she'll and she posts how she feels, yep. and and uh, she's really good with the um, indigenous people oh, and, yeah. and being in touch with their culture and sharing information that she feels is important. And her podcast, Coffee with My Ma, is awesome. So- I love yeah, her. <laughs> it really, really is. Yeah, no, she. Is I have a really massive, special. minor, massive crush on her. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all do. I actually just texted her the other day. We just texted each other. I love you. I love you too. Oh. I think that was it. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. We don't talk too too often, but when we see each other, we uh, we have a nice nice connection. Her and I. I hope that she's back on the show. Oh yeah, she's not going anywhere. Yes, excellent. Sometimes just schedules. You know, yeah. people are off doing other things, or the way that the scripts are written. Some characters are featured for a couple episodes. Right. It's also cool the way that the show has grown. You know, there's certain characters that have shown up that were maybe going to be an episode or two. And uh, now they're there for seven or eight or 12 or 15. And, you know, it's a cool thing with a show like this. Characters can just grow naturally if they are received well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think she's pro- she's definitely a fan favorite. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Um, I- and the way that she, those first couple of seasons, the way that she interacted with Wayne. Uh-huh. Oh, my so hot. God. Oh, and it's, yeah. So the, hot. So hot. Yeah, the, well, and her, yeah, her story arc, because it seemed like, yeah, initially she was a bit maybe. Just, like just to be like a foil for. Yeah, initi- yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then that, you know, once that, once that, once she came on, it was just like, oh, yeah. There's, there's attraction there's there. Spark. <laughs> yeah, the chemistry. She was the only person on the show that could like put Wayne in his place. Right. Yes. Totally. Yeah. 
yeah. between uh, between him and Katie and I how mean, well she like Katie. how well she figured him out so like everybody yeah. else looks at Wayne as like this big tough guy and she's like three legged yeah. dog when when uh, <laughs> when she spits and Wayne's like what are you doing yeah <laughs> she's like I'm spitting shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, oh, <laughs> okay <laughs> you're not exposed you're not exposed to spit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah. But it's between her and Katie, who re- they really kind of they they have some reigns over Wayne. Yeah. Absolutely. So, They're t- kind of two of the uh, the uh, I don't know. She kind of keeps things on track, Katie. Yeah. You know, when things go a little sideways, she's the one who kind of brings things back down to to earth. Yeah. One of the discussions that I had recently was about. You know, the the love that Katie and Wayne have for each other and that Wayne, if he's doing something for her, he will always ask her. Yeah. Right. She just does. Yes. <laughs> she goes, like going and kicking his ex-girlfriend in the box. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fucking that was hot too. That whole scene where they're just yeah. like oh, two inches from each shit, other. Right. Th- that I no and I've never oh. <laughs> that and the, oh and the and oh. the gay the gay the the gay antenna scene as the well. The gay antenna scene. Oh my fucking yeah. god. And when, I love uh, your and your face when you when you when you're yes. ma- you're making the faces <laughs> and, and her nephews. Oh, fuck. When I'm seducing her? Yes. <laughs> fuck, I Is love the show. Oh, yes, that was that I was love awesome. This show. So, and it's kind of it's kind of cool that the characters just kind of float around with their sexuality. Yes. Like, totally. Oh my god, that's so real life. Yeah, it's like it's like Stuart and and Roll. They're not gay, but like maybe they're gay or like you know, Katie's. Well, Katie's kind of openly whatever. Oh yeah, yes. Katie's yes. Katie. <laughs> Katie, she's her own enigma. Hey, oh, yeah. Same with Glenn. Glenn, yeah. you know, because it's it's definitely sounds like I'm Glenn. Sure what Glenn likes though. Yeah, well, yeah. It, but Glenn, it sounds like Glenn is hooked up with Gail to get the LASIK. Oh, you I know, mean, he, does, he does what he's got to do though. Yeah. You know, he's, so, a, he's got his ways. It's he's so, a resourceful man. He's so, it's, he's straight for pay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would believe that. <laughs> He's always he's so, always got some side hustle going on. So I he is. We Jacob's, have, the, Jacob's the man. He, he you, you guys know he writes. Oh, yes. shows oh yes. Oh yeah. He's yes. amazing. Yeah, and and our is. and our friend uh, our friend Valerie Lopez, who's also a Patreon subscriber, she's we've interviewed her on the show. She's from the Comedy Wham podcast. Got to interview oh. many of your cast members because she's in Austin and she was down there at the uh, ATX oh, yeah. Festival. And uh, she, she actually asked what uh, if you have an embarrassing Jared story. That you can share. Are you asking me? Yes. yes. That was something that came up at the festival, and you weren't there, so she oh, wanted to yeah. ask. I, I, I saw the answer. I saw Jacob's answer. That was quite funny. <laughs> um, I mean, do I have it? Oh. Uh, and if not, if not a Jared one specifically, you're uh, uh, one for just from one set. Well, there was one where uh, my girlfriend showed up to set. And uh, Jared and her were meeting for the first time, and Jared had accidentally spilt mustard on his white tea, and he was so embarrassed oh. about it. He went up to introduce himself. He apologized to her like three or four times. <laughs> it was like he is such a gentleman. That guy, he, he couldn't handle that he had a little mustard on his shirt. Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah. That's one that I can share at least. <laughs> so, having been on both. Letterkenny now and Supernatural. Who is the bigger goof, Jared or Jensen? Jared, Jared Kiso, not Jared, think, not Padlock. Oh, 
Uh, I would say, uh, I would say the Supernatural Boys. <laughs> yes. yeah. Jared has a lot of work to do when he's on set. He can be very silly and very fun, but uh, he is the boss, and he, he keeps things uh, he keeps things light but professional. All right. Now, when he and I are having beers, and the boys are having beers a little later at night or on the weekend, he can get a little silly, just like the rest of us. <laughs> he's a he's a pro. That guy. That's awesome. Uh, I probably listen to the podcast too, so I had to make sure I answered that correctly. <laughs> I w- I would love to know if he listened to the podcast. I I would probably die a little bit. <laughs> like I'm still freaking out about the fact that we have like twenty thousand listens. Like I thought it was only my friends and my family in Canada and my friends yeah. like from roller derby. And <laughs> I mean, well, that's cool. Yeah, we've had listeners from Denmark, Germany, France, Spain, Australia, New Zealand, uh, India. Wow. Right. You get all the analytics, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's super into that. I get home well, and I really say, cool. what are we doing? <laughs> that's really cool. Wow. It's cool. You can see all that. Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I'm like, wow, we got somebody from Indonesia or, you know, or wow. what, what have you. I mean, I, well, when so, it yeah. first started, like branching out or outside of the U.S. and Canada, he would like text me, hey, do you know anybody in this country? And I'm like, I played roller derby for 12 years. It's very possible, but most likely not because I I retired from that and I deleted most of that off of my social media. So oh, like the people I that I don't breakup, know. Did you? What was that? I had a bad breakup, did you? <laughs> um, I had a breakup that was long overdue. How's that? <laughs> I see. Fair enough. She still loves the sport. I do. I have not even yeah. watched one in a year and a half, though. I, I've, I needed to take a break. It's, it's more a personality conflict. Yeah. That, that's uh, a good way That happens sometimes. Yeah. People kind of fall in and out of love with sports and, and stuff like that. I know a lot of guys who oh, just totally. don't play hockey anymore, who I grew up playing hockey for 20 years. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like me with music. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're in love with it, and then you're out of love with it, and then one day you might pick up your instrument again yep. and be back in love with it again. Who knows? I hope so. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Hey, so uh, one another question that came up from one of our Patreon people, uh, uh, Monica McCoy, uh, wants to know what your favorite quote, phrase, or term from Letterkenny that you that you've heard, learned, or over the time that you've been there. One that I have overused on Twitter already is wondrous because anytime yes. someone tweets me something steward or skin related that's just my go-to <laughs> so I, i'd say wondrous is probably my most overused mm. uh comment uh i do say pitter patter but only in private <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's funny like we got some uh letter kenny swag uh nice nice sweatshirts and t-shirts and stuff and i just can't bring myself to wear it as much as i'd like to i uh went to the gym one time time and some guy recognized me from the show and I would kind of was like flattered for a half second but then I realized I had the the logo on my chest <laughs> and, and, it, and it felt like this weird humble brag moment where I'm like ah, I just I just can't be doing that again it's like wearing the the concert tee to the concert you're going right. to or you're <laughs> yeah. or when you're in your own when when you're planning playing in your own band wearing yeah. your own band shirt <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, well, well, you know, what? Uh, once, uh, once, once you have a, a moment after after we're done here, you'll have to give me your address, and we'll get you uh, some. How are you now? That's swag. right. We have swag now. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you guys? If you're getting people from Denmark and Indonesia, <laughs> but it, up them. until like a couple weeks ago, I literally thought it was just my friends <laughs> and like people who were my friends of friends. Like I, that's a hell of a thing. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's all because of Letterkenny. It's because of how much people love your show. Yeah. You know, there's people who 
get on our Facebook page who've never heard our podcast before because they were searching for more Letterkenny stuff. Really? Yeah. So people are finding us oh, because yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a trip. I mean, because I, I think... Uh, I don't know if you, and I'm not going to, because I know you're busy. I'm not going to assume you've listened to to our podcast. But if you have, one of our one of our biggest segment <laughs> at, is at the end of every show, we do Fuck Fight Ferda. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> so, for every actually, character. It, it, every character uh, in that particular episode, yeah, we it's, talk it's about our, it's our that. It's our Fuck, Mary Kill. Yes. So every, yeah, every character, are you going to fuck them, fight them, or, or Ferda, are you going to be their friend? Are you going to so, stand up for them or show them what they need to? <laughs> right. And so, that's great. Yes. So, and that's, yeah, that, and so when we get new Facebook people, because I have questions, you know, what do you like about our show? And and quite often, nine times out of ten, somebody said, fuck, fight Ferda. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the fighting on our show is pretty, uh, pretty special too. Yeah. Oh God, some of the scenes, some of the choreography in the fight scenes really remind me of like high budget action, like. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes it's almost spoofy, which I love. Yeah. Like There was a bar fight yeah. in oh. some episode where they it oh, slowed that, down. That, that was the uh, uh, oh, Saint, Saint Perfect's Day. Saint Perfect's Day. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. I fucking love that. It was that. very Batman like where yes. there was the freeze frame. Hits. It was very like 1980s. It was like we watched Friday the 13th last night with Kevin Bacon. With Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and some of the kills, that's what it reminded me of. Like it was like freeze frame right before right. the second. I love that kind of stuff. And then a pow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or a blam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, one of the memes that I came up with was I found a picture and who's also a Canadian, Keanu Reeves. Yes, he was wearing yes. a plaid shirt. He's so hot right now, <laughs> right? And I and I labeled labeled him John Hick. <laughs> ah, I said, he's he needs to come to Letterkenny and fight and and come fight off the Dijons. <laughs> Yeah. And something something having to do with three legged dogs. Oh, somebody stole, sold, uh, grabbed, kidnapped oh Stormy. <laughs> oh my God, that is great, John Hick. <laughs> There's another great one that I saw about when the Avengers came out. And, oh yeah. Um, and it's like you know, toughest whatever Thanos, toughest guy in the universe. <laughs> and the next picture is Jared chugging the Gus and Brew. <laughs> Into the laneway. Don't come up the property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and even, any other Patreon questions you guys have? What's that? Do you guys have any other Patreon? Th- questions? Those are those are we. That's the end of the Patreon questions. I do. I do yeah. have some other lightning. I have some lightning round questions to finish things off. Uh, if you're ready for that, I think I'm ready. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, when you go to a movie, where do you like to sit? Uh, middle row in the center. Same. 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 Yeah. Same. Cake or pie? Pie. Like Dean. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm cake. He's pie, so totally. Uh, so. What's your favorite horror movie? Oh, well, the Rob Zombie Halloween uh, that came out a number of years ago. I almost had to leave the theater. I was so terrified. Oh, I love you. <laughs> oh, man. I was. It's because it was so real. Mm-hmm. Like the way, the way that the kid killed his bullies, it was oh, just yeah. like, it was so sad and it was so scary. You felt for him. Mm-hmm. I felt it wasn't just a masked man yes. stabbing people anymore. It was an emotional connection and it was almost too much for me. <laughs> so I'll go with Halloween. That's a nice. I like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> I, I mean, you got to see the new one with. Uh, the D- Danny McBride wrote it. Uh, was that with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. The new, um... Oh, yeah. It's okay. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Hereditary is really good. Oh, we couldn't get through that one. She could. I couldn't. couldn't I couldn't get through that one. There was. Okay, so I'm. <laughs> I'm yeah. a huge horror fan, but I also work with people with disabilities. And there was an instance in that movie that made me go, nope. And I had to leave the room. I was like, nope, not watching it. I'm not doing it anymore. In Hereditary. In Hereditary, yeah. Oh, okay. um, How about you guys? What's your favorite horror movie? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I should have yeah, thought of that. Ask her, what, ask, her, ask her what her first novel she read as a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it as uh, hard to pin down? or? Oh, she no, it's it? a lot easier. <laughs> What is that? The first book I ever read cover to cover was Carrie, and I was five. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Who that book? I, my dad was a huge Stephen King fan, and so we had, up till that point, and this was like mid-80s, early 80s, actually, um, he, he had all the books up till that point, and he was always reading them, and I was an early reader, and I just stole one of his books, and it was wow. the first adult book I ever read. I didn't understand everything. I was five. No, I you didn't. Wow. <laughs> That's quite the reading comprehension. For, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand everything. Uh, what do you read nowadays? <laughs> oh, geez. I am currently in the middle of two books. I'm reading John Dies at the End. And I'm reading the new, my favorite murder book, Stay Sexy, or How to Stay Sexy and Not Get Murdered. So right I'm in between those two. Of those <laughs> yes, I love that show. They're pretty damn funny. They're pretty damn. And how about you, Dean? Oh, oh my books, uh, mostly uh, anything Neil Gaiman. <laughs> Because okay. I love horror? American Gods, Anansi Boys. I mean, I've, oh God, yeah. Because I'll I'll reread those lots because okay. I I love his style. But he's um, not a real big horror movie fan, I, if that's I, what I, you're I, asking. Horror movies, yeah. I, He'll I, watch them with me. But yeah, I'm they definitely have to be really fan. good. I, I know lots of people really dig cheesy B horror movies. I'm raising yeah. my hand right now. I, I, I'm I, I'm just so picky with movies I want to see. <laughs> Oh, so, so it's, the worst it's like that you it's like Tiara is with comedy. Yes. Yeah. So. I don't like a lot of comedies. He doesn't like a lot of horror. I like horror like that's my comedy. Watching B horror movies like yeah. Sharknado and anything on the sci fi channel. Uh, what a hit that was. What was that? Didn't they do four of those? Sharknados? Oh god, so there's like seven, I swear. I don't know. I don't think they're wow. done yet. Yeah, why would they? Right? It's making money oh, and people are watching. Absolutely. More sharks to be <laughs> dealt with. I don't know. More sharks to be NATO'd. Yes, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, no, you, know, you got the next. Okay, one. next <laughs> next question is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh my gosh! You know, we were discussing this the other day. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> right on. I, yeah, I agree. A bun and meat, and you can throw anything on, and let's call it a sandwich. Agreed. Yep. What was your favorite fan experience? Um, as a fan or with uh, people who like the work? Both. Yeah, both. Um, well, I've been able to do a couple of supernatural conventions, uh, which was really kind of cool and rewarding in a way that I didn't expect. Um, I got to meet hundreds and hundreds of fans. I've done six or seven of them the last couple of years. Wow. and. Getting to interact with them and do a, a Q&A period when I'm on stage and they get to ask me any question that, uh, you know, is appropriate. Uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the interaction with those people. I, I was gifted some cool uh, Samandriel apparel Aww. and some nice pictures and some nice it – it's been really nice. That was a really cool fandom to find myself a part of. 
That's a great. It's That's a great. So cool. I, for the most part, it's a great fandom. There's some shitty people in some fandoms. There's shitty people everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, I've heard of some of those circumstances, but thankfully, I haven't had any of those encounters personally. Uh, and as far as me being a fan of someone, um, who's someone that I've recently? Oh, I met Dave Chappelle. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. We we won. Um, a Canadian Screen Award, which is the uh, award show for TV and film here in Canada. Okay. And Dave Chappelle was there uh, one year to give an award to the folks that helped create Just for Laughs mm. in Montreal. Okay. So Letter Kenny won Best Show, Best Comedy that year. We went backstage. We were all, you know, euphoric and through the roof, uh, excited. And Dave Chappelle came over to us with a shot of whiskey, <laughs> and we all grabbed some whiskey. And he he cheered us in congratulations for winning the best comedy. We all cheered Dave Chappelle. We all kind of had a little group hug, and then that was that. Wow. That is and I'm cool. In a way, and it was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah. It was like uh, it just all happened so fast, and like did that you get on. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Am I just, Dave was in like Chicago or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I think for all of us, it was pretty special. It was a Tupac hologram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who is the kindest person you know? Might be Jared Keisel. You know what? I, that doesn't surprise me. It does me. not surprise me either. I mean, yeah, especially yeah. everything I see with him and the and the pictures of dogs and him being swarmed by puppies. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> anybody anybody who loves dogs that much has to be good. He is he is a gentleman <laughs> and means it, and he's authentic and genuine. He is a really solid dude. A lot of the people who showed up on Letter Kenny, whether it's cast or crew, were people that Jared had worked with in the past, and he's very loyal in that regard. That's awesome. Those fight sequences you were speaking of earlier, mm-hmm. um, uh, Dan Skeen is a fight choreographer, and Jared and I worked together with him and his family on the Don Cherry story. Mm-hmm. So things kind of come full so- circle with Jared. He's the kind of guy when he says something, he means it. That's great. That is so cool. That is awesome to hear. Another another celebrity, yeah. Heartwarming. <laughs> yeah, no, he's... he's the man yeah all right last one are you ready he's also my boss gotta keep boss happy yeah yeah <laughs> all right you ready for the last one let's do this what is your biggest acting desire if you could like get the role of your dreams right the biggest now get <laughs> yeah wow that's a really good question <laughs> i honestly i haven't really thought about that in, in quite some time um, not to say I'm where I want to be, but I'm feeling rather fulfilled these days, uh, artistically, but maybe like, uh, maybe like, uh, Hmm. I don't think I'd want to be a superhero. You know, they uh, got the CW, all, all the superhero shows up that they're filming up in. Uh, <laughs> that's true. In and there's only like 20 of you Canadian actors, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all in everything. <laughs> I don't know. You know what might be cool is my friend Megan Rath is, and I don't know if this is the pinnacle of my career, but she's, but she's 
doing a great show called Hawaii Five O. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so Megan lives in Hawaii eight months out of the year and films the TV show. So I'm just gonna go with maybe if she can hook me up with a spot on Hawaii. <laughs> even even that if it's just doing craft friend. services. <laughs> Exactly. I'll hang out. Yeah, I'll be craft services on Hawaii 5.0 and then uh, fly home and do Letter Kenny and fly back to Hawaii. See, I would be the opposite. I would. I. I. That's too much heat. <laughs> too like, much humidity. <laughs> too much humidity. Way too much humidity. Like I can handle yeah. the dry heat. Um. She just came but, back from Vegas. Yes, I just came back from Vegas and actually survived. <laughs> it was wonderful. That's why her voice sounds like. No, I was. I hit her. I was already losing my voice before I went to see Queensrÿche and Skid Row in Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> um yeah no i i i would to be like the total opposite i would want to live in like the letter kenny scenes in the winter that would be my year round if i could pick it oh my gosh i'm a weirdo i know this <laughs> i'm not gonna call you a weirdo but that's, that's, hey i tell I, uh, I let the kids in my class call me a weirdo because there is nothing wrong with being weird yeah absolutely, absolutely. as long as it's said in a nice way yes own your weirdness. I'm a West Coast guy. I live in Vancouver, and the the Sudbury where we film winters are too cold. For me. <laughs> I can understand it is that. Windy and minus thirty or twenty five, it's just wild. I remember when I first went to uh, I filmed a show in Winnipeg a number of years ago, which is in the center of Canada, uh-huh. and it's so cold there in the winter time. They're like, you know, make sure you bring your winter coat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I brought my West Coast winter coat. And- it was not even close to being enough. <laughs> well, I mean, Vancouver is very similar to Seattle, so you brought what, like it a is. raincoat? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little bit of a windbreaker. A windbreaker. Wind <laughs> was it enough? <laughs> I imagine not. No. Oh wasn't. man. So, Tyler, thank you. So, is real one more thing, and this is just for you. Is there anything else that you would like to plug or promote? Anything else you got going aside from Letter Kenny? Are, are you going to be in the Little Kenny show that's coming out in a, in a little bit? Um, we'll see how the show unfolds, okay. but I imagine that would be the next step yes. is incorporate some of these other characters. Yes. I also look forward to hopefully hearing how the American live tour went. Oh, because, uh, sold I, out. That's- sold out everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sold out in the three cities. They added a second show and those shows sold out as well. So I would love to get to be a part of maybe a future tour yes when and if that happens and absolutely come seattle. That yeah and come to, right come to seattle <laughs> yeah I think, they, I think they were just sort of testing the waters and i think it was it went <laughs> off really well yeah it seemed that there's way, yeah. a huge demand for letter kenny down here like every every time i meet a new person who has just discovered letter kenny they have to tell me about all of their favorite stuff it's just oh, it's <laughs> it creates thank you guys for uh creating a platform for the fans to interact oh, and to show, to show love to our show we really appreciate the support and that's why i was happy to come on here and chat with you guys for a little bit today because we do appreciate the love and the way that you guys spread the word we we uh you know it's not lost on us well thank you very much we yeah. we appreciate that you appreciate that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Another one in. Uh, Got to throw them in there. You know, is that what you appreciate uh, about us? It it pays the bills. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's sell some more of those t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or your swag. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, we hope to hear more from you soon. 
Um, yes. And uh, we'll be in touch. definitely. All right. Thank you very much. Have thank a good you one. so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of How Are You Now? If you like us, subscribe and give us a nice review. If you don't, well, we're not for everyone, but we thank you for listening anyway. If you'd like to contact us for any reason, we can be found on Facebook at How Are You Now Podcast. We can also be found on Twitter and Instagram at How Are You Now Pod and via email at HowAreYouNowPod at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our good friend Jack Rainwater from the Hard Money Saints for allowing us to use their music for our intro and outro. You can find them on Reverb Nation at Hard Money Saints. See you DJN soon. Don't spend too long since baby's been.